to talk about uh, 2015 so far. Yes, our uh, favorite so far. Yes, uh, but before we jump into it, uh, we did this last year and it was one of our favorite episodes because oh, I'm sure yeah. at that point in the year I had seen three movies. Uh, You're having a good year this year. I'm man. having a much Step better year up. this year. Step I had at least up. 10 to put on a 10 list. There's my uh, list. And, uh, but uh, before we do that, we want to say uh, please come out uh, this Thursday. When you're listening to this, it'll be this Thursday to uh, Philomoca, uh, uh, 12th and Spring Garden in Philadelphia for mm-hmm. Movie Movie Live. We are doing Indiana Jones. That's right. We are honing in on the smallest subject yet for a oh, whole yeah, game absolutely. show. Uh, As and we have our a biggest, hole. which yeah. is definitely Nick Cage, right? Yeah, yeah, Nick Cage is certainly <laughs> the, the widest spread. That was our on-fire edition. Yes, uh, but uh, we th- we actually have a huge show for this. It's going to be really fun. It's it's going to be very cool. This is I'm I'm very excited for a couple of reasons. Um, one, because we've been bugging Joe Moore for yes. for months, but he was just too fucking busy to get his ass on our show. We finally got him. Yes, we did. We've got Rachel, fellow uh, podcaster, comedian, yes, hilarious lady, Rachel Fogletto. Rachel Fogletto. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I just called her Rachel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys all know her. Actually, you might. She yeah. does a She's lot of great, great stuff. She does a ton of great stuff in She's Philly. working hard. And yeah. then we also have Steve Slaughter, uh. who has the distinction of being my favorite person on this planet besides myself. I'm sorry. Oh, that's You're okay. very highly ranked. Hey, I Steve understand. Slaughter, indeed. Oh, well, I also saw Steve post today that he's never seen an Indiana Jones movie. So he's going to be a perfect team captain. I feel like he's the guy who played Indiana Jones uh, yeah. as a kid like with his friends. <laughs> And he'd be like, no, you're short round, I'm Indy. You always get to be Indy. He just... <laughs> He uh, he's a wonderful man and he's a delight and it's gonna be a, a really really good time. <laughs> I feel uh, like if you if you gave a hundred people put them all in a room uh, each one by one with Steve Slaughter yes. and said uh, okay describe him in two sentences yeah. I bet that more than fifty percent of that sample would use the phrase uh, a, he's a wonderful uh, a man wonderful he's a man delight. and a delight <laughs> yep. I think they would absolutely he, he truly is it's gonna <laughs> this is gonna be a great show it's a, a fantastic and when panel pressed, they would all say he truly is <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> I feel I, I'm, hit, I'm hitting the script exactly. You uh, want to know him is what we're saying. So come <laughs> out to the show for that and yes. many other reasons. Indeed. Uh, so I got to take these headphones off. I sound crazy to myself. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so come out Thursday night, uh, 7.30 p.m. We kick off uh, game show night at Philomoca with mm-hmm. Movie Live. And this month is followed up by another Alex Grubart hosted game show that he's never done before. Well, he's, d- he's done it once before, but not here at game show night called this Electile. This is the first spinoff. First spinoff, Electile Dysfunction. The first spinoff of $5 Comedy yes. Week this uh Big comedy festival that's been happening, uh, really just this year, twice already this year. A third time coming up in I think the it end was of July. Once last year, at the I think end. within a year, within yeah, twelve within months, year, yeah. this will be the third time this comedy festival happens. Uh, it's like thirty original shows coming up at the end of July, uh, and uh, Electile Dysfunction is the first spinoff from mm-hmm. uh, the most recent five dollar uh, five dollar comedy week. Uh, anyway, okay, so now we can start movie movie. Yes, yes, <laughs> I indeed. like to movie movie, um, uh, and we're going to talk about just this year so far. Yes, uh, absolutely, the the best. Yeah, we our wanted, favorites. Yeah, our favorites so far, and I, I think if I remember last year, we maybe did some predictions about like which of these do we think will remain oh, yeah, by yeah. the time we get to the end of the year. 
There's a couple that are going to be tough to shake. Yes, I think so. My number one surprised me when I finally got to it. Yeah. But then as I worked through my list, I was like, I feel no qualm. Like, I'm very confident with my number one. Yeah. My two, three, and four, I might as well call it a tie. Whatever. A couple caveats I want to say about my list. Please, go ahead. Because I've got some, First off, I saw It Follows at a festival. Yep. Um, So that was on my list last year. It would be unfair, although appropriate, to put it on the list for this year. It would so be there. Yes. But it's disqualified. Don't worry. It's going to show up this episode regardless. Awesome. I retroactively put Inherent Vice and Selma on my list for last year because they were largely considered that. Um, Otherwise, they would be very, very close to the top Mm -hmm. for me this year. I think that's all of my caveats. Uh, My only caveat is just... Oh, and I haven't seen Jurassic Park 4 yet. Right, yeah, 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 (laughs) yes. Uh, Which, hey, I've been hearing good things, so who knows? I'm excited. Uh, I am too. Uh, My only caveat is that I just, I want to specify that my, I I specifically looked up each of the movies that went on my list and made sure that they had a theatrical release in Philadelphia in 2015. Mm. Uh, I, it was hard for me to make my list last year because we now live in this world of, VOD and festivals and, oh, and theatrical yeah. releases and blah 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 uh, and so like what what is a 2014 versus well, 2015 so movie too, where it's like you see it on IMDb right. and they have the you know years it was shot right and then you look on Wikipedia and year it was released and it's right so I went with it's very tough I went with released in 2015 and I, I think all of these technically were released in theaters although I probably wouldn't keep it to that necessarily if there was a Netflix release in 2015 I and think it was it a legit 2015 Absolutely. release I would take it we're there now uh, for instance the interview who knows maybe it would have but that was 2014 that that's was when 2014. that hit Netflix so mm-hmm. uh, but anyway so that's that's my only caveat the, I made sure that although some of these oh, you yeah, may I, go like hey this I think it's 2014 I just saw the long goodbye this year yeah. so the other caveat is that is at the number one of every list every year yeah. forever but it just doesn't count. Well, that's uh, can we talk about that really quick? So I've been using Letterboxd. Maybe there's a good place to plug our Letterboxd really quick. Yeah. I've been using Letterboxd this year, all, pretty much all year, uh, and it looks like I've seen 85 movies this year so nice, far. Nice, nice. However, I think only about 15 of those are actually 2015 releases. I've been watching a lot of older stuff and trying to catch up on on different things. And I've seen a lot of really great stuff. I saw Sexy Beast recently. Ah, great. Okay. We'll do recommendations yeah. later in the episode. Um, but I don't uh, know what my number's up to. I think it was in the high 60s, mm-hmm. but I started with, uh, I, I think I started in like March. Right, yeah, you so started I actually way have a me. month worth of movies that were just logged as seen anytime. Yep, yep. So I don't know how many, but I know that when I wrote down all of the movies that came out this year that I saw, it was somewhere in the 30s. Yeah. And it was heartbreaking to get it down to 10. Yeah. There were so many hard cuts that, you know, you, you make peace with. Yeah. But already, this has been an awesome year, and specifically that in a year that we all thought was going to be like, oh, this is the year of franchises. Hollywood doesn't make anything yeah. original anymore. Um, two franchise entries are on my list, mm-hmm. and there is a glut of just awesome shit that's coming yeah. out. That's it. That I hate that sentiment. Yeah. Oh, there's no good movies. Just look harder. Oh, yeah. You absolutely. Know, they are there. Uh, and original ones, too. There's some year. great original absolutely. ones on my list, too. Uh, I will say that because I've only seen about 15 movies so far, my list is a, is a little less, like, uh, hard, you know, hard to make. Absolutely. You know? Mine was a little easier to go. Like, like I actually, just love everything, so I don't yeah. want to... I don't want to ever send one to bed without, yeah. without a good I, night Well, kiss. I actually have some on my list that I can tell you right away. Like, I don't think this is going to make my top ten for the year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I can already tell you this will get knocked out quickly by just any good movie oh, I yeah, see yeah. in the next few months. Uh, but anyway, so I think those are all the caveats to start our, yeah. our oh, ten yeah. list. The you other caveat start? is you're going to be here for four hours. Yeah, exactly. Uh, start at the bottom, right? 
Started from the bottom. Uh, We're still here. Yes. Uh, So I'm going to give you my number 10. We just talked about this yesterday, uh, and I know we have very differing opinions on this movie, so we'll give one to start with. Uh, The Duke of Burgundy made number Uh, 10 for me. That is much higher on my list. I thought it might be for you. It's Uh, a very, very high list. Well, so I'll just lay out a small capsule on this one then, and we can get more heavily into it when we get to you. So for me, this movie, I did enjoy this movie. This is a pretty beautiful movie. I mean, Mm -hmm. this guy, uh, I've not seen. Peter Strickland. Yeah, Peter Strickland. I've not seen his other films. I watched it mostly on your recommendation, although uh, some of his other films have been recommended to me previously and I, I I think his only other film is Barbarian Sound Studio. Is Maybe it the only like one? he might have something okay. like a small short. Yeah. I think that's it. And that movie's okay. Sure. Like it's strong um visually. Yeah. You're like, oh this is a person who knows how to make a movie, but yeah. I don't know what the fuck happened in it. Yeah. And I frankly didn't care. Sure. So I was like, oh I like this. Yeah. But uh, this definitely has a story. Uh you mm-hmm. you know what it is. Oh, uh, yeah. what what I what I liked uh, what, uh so I'll say what I liked about this movie is the way it reveals information is really interesting and I think that's kind of like how it ended up on my list more than anything mm. is I love the way this movie tells its story. Uh, the way it reveals its story to the audience is, is makes it a lot more interesting than for me, it turned out it actually was. That was my, mm. my big disappointment with well, this I will movie. say this and I'll get into reasons when we get yeah. into it later. That is actually why I found it to be so rewatchable. Oh, okay. And I suggest that maybe you should try to rewatch it it again. I mean, you might not love it, but when you watch it a second time, knowing the full breadth of the story, it just takes on a different shape. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and and it's not necessarily a pleasant movie to watch. Although it is, I did find it to be lovely in a way. Yeah. But it's definitely like... Hardcore is not the word, but it's got a mean streak in a little uh, bit. A of little way. bit. Um, I, I would say uh, it, it, you, if I really want to recommend it, I would say watch it for the performances of the two leads. Oh, they're awesome. The the women that lead this movie are are great. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really great, and very beautiful women. Wee oui, um, wee. Oui. Yeah, uh, I don't even know if it's French. I forget. I can't remember. So I'm either. just saying wee oui, wee. Oui. Uh, it might even have been in English. But I uh, yeah, I can't remember that either. I think it was in English. Uh, anyway, uh, it, it it is quite good, and we'll 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 get to uh, to more of it later we'll since it's higher on your list. Uh, it's I wasn't crazy about it, but I did enjoy it enough to get make it in my my one of the ten best I've seen this year so far. Well, my number ten is a little Israeli military comedy called Zero Motivation. Oh, you've told me about that. This. Was a cool movie. Yeah, it's like Mash, but it's kind of mumblecore. Yeah, it's in Israel. You have to do military service mm-hmm. for two years when you become an adult. So there's just an inordinate amount of women comparatively in the military. Yes. And so this is just a group of women on a military base. They mm-hmm. have to be there. Mm-hmm. And it just gets into the social politics of that. They're all really funny. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up and dark at some point. Sure. But it's told in like three distinct acts that follow a different character through a generally similar period of time. Okay. And uh, I, to, I love an anthology. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah That yeah. is one of my favorite things in the world. So it, it plays like that a little bit. But it's just really funny. It's really cool. It's a window into a world that I'd not seen. Yeah. So that's that's always one of my favorite things. That's fascinating to me. I, that, uh, that definitely is something I would like to put it's on cool. my to-watch list be- before the year gets out. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. My number nine uh, ended up being a franchise entry. Avengers Age of Ultron, number right, nine. Mine's uh, a little higher than that. A little higher than that. A little, little bit. Than that. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, uh, this was my first Marvel disappointment, I would say. Mm. Although I would not call this movie a disappointment, yeah, if yeah. that makes sense. Uh, this is a fun, thrilling movie, and it is it is really impressive that Whedon is able to balance what he balances in oh, this absolutely. movie. Uh, he handles it as deftly as I think you could. It's the most, like, I've ever, the closest I've ever seen to, like, oh, I'm looking at a comic book on R- TV. Yeah, yeah, I that think I would awesome. agree with that, yeah. yeah. Um, it, but it is the first one, to me, to feel a little bit bloated, and it makes me worry what is to come, mm-hmm. because I feel like he handled that uh, amount of stuff mm. as 
probably as deftly as you're going to be able to in a two-hour movie. And it just concerns me that as this universe is only going to get larger, what does that mean for the movies? Can they become anything other We're than middle explode. chapters? You know? We're absolutely going to explode. Yeah. Well, I, I read a criticism of all Marvel movies that yeah. just said each one is a commercial for the next. Yep. And like, I guess that's true. To that's some, how the you know, comics it's are. Someone being snarky. Yeah. And I get that. But, uh, you know, and exactly that is how the comics are. Yeah. I loved Age of Ultron. Yeah. I didn't find it to be disappointing, but what it, what, because I, I, I mean, it, I thought it was better than the first Avengers. Uh-huh. This is like what I've been waiting for yeah. generally. But it, it did lead me to have that fear where it's like, I don't know how long they're going to be able to sustain yeah. this universe. Yeah. And the fact that all these other filmic universes are popping up, yep. it, it's like, you know, the sun's going to explode one day. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. This, this this felt like maybe the first crack in the sidewalk. Uh, so I didn't think it cracked, but I think I'm just scared because we're there. Yeah, like, yeah. There's not and much. And that's what I mean, because that's the thing. I don't want to complain about this movie. I really liked mm. this movie. Um, but uh, it, it, it just it felt like, not the beginning and the end, but this is the this is the prologue to, to the potential for uh, where this thing could go. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, but, I mean, it's it's number nine on my list. Like, this is a mm. good fun... The other thing is, this is a fun summer blockbuster. Oh, absolutely. And our summer blockbusters have become... Not have become. We get a, we get a lot of everything, right? But my least favorite kind of summer blockbuster is like what San Andreas appears to be to me. Mm. Uh, just takes itself a little too seriously well, for the spectacle. It's just an effect and a star. Yeah. That's it. Yep. It's just, we're going to crush shit and the rock's here. Yeah. Which, I mean... That is enough. Please, oh, tell sure. me. That is more than enough. But it, that, that does, does, doesn't interest me I, either. For me, it's like I want you to have a little more fun with that, though. Absolutely. You know, I, 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 a summer blockbuster that takes itself a little too seriously, like it seems like San Andreas might, um, I, I tend to not stomach those as well. God, I'm, I'm so afraid, though, that I'm going to watch San Andreas at home and be like, I wish I saw that on the <laughs> fucking yeah, biggest screen I doubt ever. It. Yeah, probably not. I feel <laughs> that, I mean, but then again, I feel that way about everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, man. Um, so Although, it, yeah, I let, we have to talk about it now that the rock's up. Yeah, sure. I think he's fine for Jack Burton. If Did they're gonna remake uh, uh, Big Trouble, I almost called it Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> uh, 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 Big Trouble in Little China. It's the same kind of mouth. Yeah, uh, he can play that. I oh, think. I, I mean, I don't want it. But if we're going to have it, there's no one better. That's who I, w- I would have play him. I actually saw a great little article where uh, somebody forced John Carpenter to comment on it via Twitter. Oh, nice. And his comments were awesome. They were exactly what I would have wanted them to be. And he w- and the, they were like, it was literally a guy being like, can you fucking believe this? Are you, how are you going to let this happen? And he was like, I don't own the rights. That was his first answer. He was oh, like, nice. I don't own the rights. And they were like... Well, well, you know, like, what, aren't you? In, why wouldn't you be involved in some way? Like, why wouldn't you be a producer or try and write it? Or and he was like, I didn't write the original one. I, I just directed. That's true. It. When uh, I went to the Q and A, that was when he talked about Halloween. Yeah, he was like, because he was like, I didn't go into movies to be like a horror director. Right. He's like, I just, I showed up. This script fell into my lap. I yep. was like, yeah, I can do this. Turns out, I, I came in under budget. Yep. You know, I came in with a movie that was passable. And, and now I'm the horror guy. Yeah. He's like, it's not something I planned. Yeah. You know? uh, but, and then he said one more thing that was just along the lines of, like, why does everyone care so much? Yeah. Uh, and it was great. Uh, uh, he was just like, listen, you know, uh, that, that's how I feel about mo- pretty much all remakes. It's like, I like cover songs. Why not let yeah. a cover movie happen? Yeah, sure. Some of them are good. That's why, you know, The Thing is one of my favorite movies. The Thing is a fucking remake of a movie oh, that him. happened 30 years before it. You know? And, and, I mean, remakes go back further than that. Way you know, further than that. Everything's yeah. a remake, really. Yeah. Now I get it's more like, okay, we have a certain nostalgia for a mm-hmm. property, and now it comes back. But once again, and we always say this whenever we're writing, 
It, it doesn't make the original one go away. No, Dude, never. We don't have to. That's not part of the deal. We don't yeah. have to. If anything, like the the worst possible scenario is that you go, oh man, I spent ten bucks on that. Yeah. And along with that worst possible scenario, it's almost impossible for this not to happen. A little kid going, that's cool, and then he watches the old one and he loves it just as much as you. Yeah. You know, now you're not such an old, you know, old criminy anymore. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's it's good. It's a good thing. Yeah. I, I will say and if I, it sucks, like then we can all just be like, see, it sucks. Yeah. That's I did think about this earlier today that just the title Big Trouble in Little China and oh, yeah. the plot of that movie being that like in the mystical land of Chinatown. Oh, China. yeah. Uh I, I was like, does that even fly today? Like how are they even I mean, we still get away with some pretty hefty racism That's towards true. Asians in yeah. the humor world. That's true. Um just because they're always so nice about it, I guess. <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean, I guess people might... Re- I feel like you could probably go that big. People might react to it harshly. Yeah. But I, I, there's more of a risk of people just being like, fuck you, this is like the Star Wars prequels, right. you know? Yeah, yeah. So I, I was good. just... I, I was like, I the thing that would kill me would be to see a, a studio remake this movie but try and be PC about it because mm. we live in a different world than we did when Big Trouble in Little China that was made. That would just be weird. Yeah. It's like cleaned up filth. Yeah. It's yeah. more dirty. yeah. It's yeah. just ugh. that that would be my biggest concern with it. But that again, these are not concerns about like you shouldn't remake a movie. You oh, know, yeah, yeah. Give it, it a it's shot. it's just like if you're doing it, what are you doing and why and how and mm. you know I, I, those are the things I'm curious. If about. you fail, we'll let you know. Yeah, you're yeah, like, it, that's fine. Yeah, it, that's what we have the internet to for. Bitch, as soon as it comes out. Yeah, I just hate when people are, will make a broad assumption about yeah. anything really. And just be like, you got that from the trailer? Yeah. Because you know what I got from the trailer? He's in it, and it comes out then. That's yeah. like that's yeah. what I re- you know. Uh, it's the so anyway, oh, yeah, Age of Ultron, on. number nine. Uh, I did, I did like it quite a bit. Uh, I just, uh, th- it's not going to make my top ten of the year. Fair I, enough. I fair can't enough. imagine. It might make mine. It really depends on what happens yeah. for the rest of the year. My number nine was A Girl Walks Home Alone at, at Night. I gotta watch this movie. I, I know it's on it Netflix right now. To make sure it wasn't just like, oh, I thought it was cool, and I yeah. was just at the theater one night. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. I don't think you're gonna like it. Really? Um, no, because I, I mean. Wh- I, I don't know. I, not much happens in it. Yeah. But a lot, and especially uh, upon repeat viewing, yeah. more happens in it. But yeah. it's, it's way stylish and way yeah. cool. I think that there's a lot of commentary in it about street harassment. Mm, I saw your review I, today. And it, what's weird is I can't put it out there, but um, it, it I guess in the same way that like Under the Skin had that commentary yeah. where it doesn't explicitly say it, mm-hmm. but we talked about how like, it's like, oh, I'm a dude and I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. You know, I feel unsafe for mm-hmm. a minute, which is a, a newer feeling. Mm-hmm. This had a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. It's also got an awesome soundtrack. Yeah. It's all black and white and hip I'm and gonna cool. I'm going to check it out, man. I, I mean, I, I hope you like yeah. it. Yeah. And I, but I, I also got a similar vibe as I got from, uh, no, I can't even think of the title of it, the one with uh, Loki and. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I Only Lovers I, Left Alive. That's I wanted it. to call it what we do and in the I, shadows. I thought that was a wonderful <laughs> movie, and I know you found it like slow and boring. Yeah, that was boring for me. Um, this one is the same kind of S- thing. Similar kind of thing. The yeah. script is probably two pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the shooting script is probably yeah. a thousand. You know, it's it's one of those. We'll see though. I you might you might love it. I, I saw it in the theater and I was like, that was great. Yeah. I watched it at home and I was like, okay, I see where I don't like it as much, mm-hmm. but I also see where I like it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a cool movie. That could it's on Netflix right now. It is on Netflix. Yeah. Like I said, rewatched it last night to be sure, and I feel very comfortable with it. There. Uh, I'm I am going to check it out. I, it's it, cool. It's definitely one that I want to see. It's it's one that you want to see before you have the end of the year conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely. Now here's one that I feel like is not going to be on on your list. Although to let me know if this is going to come up on yours. Uh, and I kind of ca- I mean, it's not that high on my list or anything, but I feel like there's actually potential for this movie to mm, probably not make my top ten of the year, but but live on pretty strongly. 
more so than I th- maybe even thought at the time. Although, actually, you liked this movie a lot, now that mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it. Chappie. Chappie's Chappie my number was, eight. Chappie was a difficult cut. Yeah. Uh, my two big difficult cuts were Chappie, because I still stand by, I think, that that was Neil Blomkamp's best. Uh-huh. Um, I liked it better than District 9. I don't know whether... I, I, I get the argument against that. Sure. But that's my thing. Yeah. And, um, and Spring was the other two. Yeah, I haven't cut. seen Spring. It, I eventually confidently talked myself out of it. Yeah. Chappie was harder, though. Yeah. Chappie was rough. I really... So, I re- I mean, I enjoyed it while watching it, wh- which seems no one else really did. <laughs> um, I'm re- with you there, buddy. Yeah, I really enjoyed it while watching it. I just thought Chappie was a really great character. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I thought DeAntward were very great characters. I thought that they were awesome. I, I listened really to so much of them, them after that. Yeah, I, I really, really liked them. I, I And I... I as much as I understand why it was, I guess, frustrating for some audiences to go, like, why did they design their own world? Like, how come it was full of their DeAntward stuff? And how does that make sense in the context of the movie? I had no problem with any of that, and I thought it gave it a very unique, interesting look, design, and feel that we're never going to see again. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, it's very specific to them in this movie. Uh, and in a, in a world where we're, I know, f- we've already talked about one artificial intelligence movie, Age of Ultron, right? Mm. That was on my list. I know we're going to talk about at least one more we before these lists are over. <laughs> uh, I actually liked what that movie had to say about artificial intelligence a lot. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I liked the way it dealt with artificial intelligence more than a lot of other movies I've seen that deal with it, and potentially even more than one that's actually higher on my list, mm-hmm. uh, because that's not why I like that movie necessarily. You know what I mean? Uh, I really liked how this movie dealt with artificial intelligence. I I I I, I like the question of what it, well what is humanity then? Mm-hmm. What what what? Well, and there's a nature nurture debate happening yes. here oh, too. Oh, absolutely. This isn't this movie wasn't so much about like the threat of AI. No, it was more about the threat of humanity's effects on AI. Yes, and that's and, and you know and what is AI? But like this is stupid. But I mean, what's a baby? Yeah, you know, a baby is just a blank operating mm-hmm. system, mm-hmm. and you just fucking spew your Dump life onto it and hope that it. it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I, I think that's interesting. Uh, I do too, and and I thought what I what I like is uh, the only way for us to be able to talk about nature versus nurture is for what this movie does is for us to accept artificial intelligence as something that is potentially life, mm-hmm. N- not artificial. If that makes sense. Uh, and I mean, I know that's like this is. I'm not breaking new it territory has to here. To respect it a little bit, yeah. You know, like that kind of thing. Uh, I, I just, I really like the way it handled it. And one of my favorite fucking conversations to have is the conversation of the singularity, mm-hmm. which this movie doesn't necessarily have to do with. Although, what the the outcome of talking about the singularity, which is the moment that uh, computers become sentient, mm-hmm. uh, it, is um, the the one of the logical outcomes is uh, what. Could we potentially figure out if that's just information and it becomes lifelike, then how do we turn ourselves into information? Mm-hmm. How do we take what we know as consciousness and make it transferable and make it something that lives on outside of the shell of our terminal Two words. bodies? Dev Patel. Yeah, exactly. Get that man on I the phone. I love that this movie actually really tackled that. Oh, you know, absolutely. I mean, I, I guess I didn't watch. I well, you know why they could. Because this didn't really get into any of the science of right, it. Right, exactly. There was a fantastical element to yep. the AI where, not fantastical in terms of like, oh, that's fake. Right. But it took the same AI as we all know yep. and just left it as like, trust us, it works. Yep. And this is how you plug into it. This, exactly. You know, it, it was essentially like a plug and play kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, you just take a bunch of I PS3s, think a lot of people plug hated them into each other. And 
But that was a tool to be able yeah. to speak a little more candidly about it in a way that was, you know, colorful. That's what I think. I I, I really enjoyed this movie. Actually, it it Tough was. Cut. I think it, I think overall, it still sits as like a three star movie for me. You know what I mean? It it didn't blow my mind or anything. But if I'm looking at everything I saw this year, this is pretty good. You're making my cut hurt more because <laughs> I, I I fought hard for that movie because yeah. so many people were like, oh, that movie's stupid. I'm yeah. like, well, why? Yeah. And then nobody really had anything but like District Nine was better. It's like that's fine. Yeah. But I want to talk about Chappie. People seemed thrown off by Deanne. Word and then from there, just by extension, went like, well, here's a plot hole about this, and here's a hole about exactly. this, and here's it, you know what I mean? Uh, and it's just, it's not that kind of movie. You got to suspend your disbelief a little bit. It's uh, a fantasy. And oh, uh, Hugh Jackman villain role, got to give a shout awesome. out to that. Got to love the short shorts and the mullet. Yep. And, and he carries, he's an open carry guy. He's yeah, an open yeah. carry guy, just so you know. Oh, yeah. I, well, and there's some more things that people hate about the movie. There's tons of plot holes about how they treat each other in an office setting and oh, things absolutely. like that. But fuck it. It's fun. It's a fantasy yeah. world. Yeah. You realize there are robot guns. Yeah. You know, like, it's these fun. These are things it's, you have it's to do. fun. Swallow the pill. And well, it has interesting things to say while still being fun. My number eight is Ex Machina. Ah! So, it, I mean, yours is probably higher. Much higher. Do we want to get into it while we're on the topic? Uh, you Feel free, yeah. I'll just say this about Ex Machina. This is another one that I loved it the first time. I yes. watched it a second time, and I loved it even more. Yes. And every single time I watch it, I find some new thing to identify it with and some new thing to feel conflicted about. Yep. Because it is a movie that, that really shows a bunch of different angles about a bunch of different things mm -hmm. without any sort of judgment. Mm -hmm. uh, the the camera is, is that of the fly on the wall, mm -hmm. really. You know, they're, they're, I mean... You know, any movie is. But I, I just mean in terms of there's absolutely no judgments going mm -hmm. on. The first time you watch it, you're trying to figure it out. Like, oh, what's happening? Yep. And then, you know, it turns out to be a rather straightforward story. Mm -hmm. It's just a nuanced story. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm waiting for the twist, and then it ended, and I was like, oh, that might have been more mind-blowing. Yeah. Second time around, I'm watching it, knowing everything, and it was just hypnotic. Yeah. I mean, Alex Garland, he already said he never wants to direct again. Yeah, yeah. such a nightmare, but I, I really would like to see him. But if he keeps writing, I'm happy. I'm I'm happy with that. He wrote one of my favorite action movies of recent years, Dread. Oh yes, um, he wrote the beach, which fucked me up. Yeah, twenty eight uh, days later. Mm, well, mm -mm. we can uh, we 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 can talk a little more about we'll X Mach, and I'll get later, I'll get into my thoughts about that. I I really really liked that movie, uh, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk more about it. But yeah, another artificial intelligence story that definitely uh, that one I think has potential to to continue to remain on my list. That I'll, one, I'll say I, that I agree as well. Yeah, uh, this was seven. Yeah, number seven is... Ooh, okay. So this is a really fun one that I'm not sure a lot of people have seen. I actually had to look up uh, when this got released to make sure it was technically a 2015 movie. Because uh, I, I Well, because I, 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 I caught it... Uh, we'll say at random. I caught this movie at random. Uh, and uh, it, it I looked it up, and it did have a U.S. release. It was very small. Uh, it is called Predestination. Oh, that was a tough cut. Yeah, that was you watched that one, right? I, well, uh, yeah, really consider 2015 by the fact that when it did finally get a small theatrical run was this year. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Technically, it's listed as a 2014 release yeah, most it, it places. It's been around, but yeah, no, I think that totally makes it legit. Yeah. That was actually one of the reasons why I didn't heavily consider it for right. my list was I just had a very tough time placing it. Mm -hmm. And I remember the feeling in my head of cutting it last year. Yes. But I, I couldn't tell, but I... I, I reconsidered it after my list was built. I was like, all right, you don't. You what don't I do so this is another one where it's like this is a three star movie. I, I uh, although I will say it's the kind of movie that could be someone's like five star all time oh, go to. This blew my fucking mind. You know, uh, I feel like those people haven't seen Time Crimes, right, and Things like that, right? You know? Exactly. Um, but this is a really, really great sort of what I would call small science fiction story with huge implications. One of those mm -hmm. kind of things. Uh, and it, 
it twists around on itself in so many interesting ways that as a moviegoer, as someone that has seen time crimes and things like that, I kept going like, oh, I think I know where this is going. Mm. And then it would get there, but take a sharp left right when it got there and go somewhere slightly different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I would be like, oh, wait, is this where it's going? And then it would get there and take another sharp left in another direction. It just kept twisting on itself in really, really interesting predictable and then suddenly like oh wait okay this is oh, what's yeah. happening it was it was like a tweaked trope. yeah uh, i felt the same way each new revelation you're like okay i've seen this and yeah. then you're like oh good good show yeah yeah oh uh, ethan hawk and one of my fa- actually one of my favorite ethan hawk performances in oh, recent years great. i really he's thought great. he was great in this now i didn't see boyhood so i'm not even gonna try uh. and no, you're going to try and get I mean, in on that conversation. Ethan yeah. that, where you're like, what a hip dad. <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, but he was great in this movie. I thought he was like particularly good in this movie. He was actually really good in um, Daybreakers. Oh, the same, uh, director. same director. Yeah, and yep. that wasn't like one of my favorite no. movies. I actually felt the same way I felt about that as I did about Predestination, mm-hmm. where I was like, oh, solid. Yeah. You're yep. like, that was that was slick and solid. He was wonderful in that. Yes. Those directors must... Uh, they, I think they, they, they work well together, it seems. The, the Spearings, uh, is it? The Spearings, I think that's right. Uh, and they, they have a distinct sense of style uh, that I'm not necessarily crazy about, but I'm not against it either. Uh, but it is a distinct thing they they're doing. They have an old movie called Undead. Okay. It's a zombie movie that yeah. came out like during the glut of zombie movies. Mm-hmm. But it's... I think they're Australian. So yeah. I have the DVD. We'll right. watch it sometime. Okay. It's not the best movie, yeah. but it's the same kind of thing where it ends. And I was like, you know, I'm fucking right. Yeah. I'm yeah. into that. Uh, and the reason I made my list is, and, and this high actually is just because it, it is just solid. You know, it's just solid. But I'm a big science fiction guy, and they hit me with a science fiction story that really surprised me in ways yeah. that I feel like I'm not surprised as often anymore. Absolutely. Uh, and so I got to give it credit for that. And it's going on my list for that. I'm into it. That that was a, uh, that was a, that was Considered. Arguably, maybe a 2014 movie, but we're given it. It was a 2015 release in the States, so. This one I had actually seen on some 2014 lists, but it got released early this year. My number seven is Wild Tales. I don't know this. I love an anthology movie. All right. It's an anthology movie. It's produced by Pedro Almodovar. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just the the connective thread between all these stories is it's people being pushed to their limit. Now, not okay. like, oh, I'm climbing a mountain, but like the very first chapter, uh, not the first chapter. Very early on, there's just a road rage incident. Okay, and it is absolutely fucking hilarious. Uh-huh. It's an in, oh, it's just it's like an incredible. Does the whole movie time. play comedy, or is it a bunch of different tones? It's comedy and drama throughout yeah. the whole thing. But it's, I mean, have you ever seen an Amaldivar film? Uh, I don't know. Did you see the skin I live in? No, the world has to see that. The movie is so fucking crazy. He's he's not who made Babel. No, that that's in Inaratu. That was in her, yeah, in, Inaratu. In her, in her, in, Inaritu? Incognito. Yeah, yeah. That was intacto. Yeah, I don't know that I've seen an El Motivar film. He did well, twenty-one grams. Twenty-one grams. Yeah, I didn't uh, see which that. Which I've actually not seen. Yeah, Revolver. Either way, uh, maybe. I get all these Spanish guys confused, maybe. which is uh, just a typical American thing of me to do. It's all good. Yep. he's good. Yeah. Um, he uh, he directed Hellboy, right? No, <laughs> uh, he runs that Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> uh, um, he is Carlos Mencia, right? <laughs> he is the the no. <laughs> um, Let's play oh, yeah, Wild Tales. So it's it's just short stories about people being pushed to their limits, be it through vengeance, mm-hmm. uh, betrayal, mm-hmm. uh, road rage. Sure. It's it's just it's a ton of fun. Yeah. It's very, you know, you know, like old boys funny. Yes. Yeah. It's funny like that yeah. where you're like this is surprisingly goofy, but it, it gets really heavy. Yeah. It's a little more a little more fun than that, but uh-huh. it's. Cool movie. Yeah. And it's a fucking anthology, and which I love. Is it different directors uh, per segment? Um, No, it's one director per segment, I believe. I'm going to look that up because now I forget. 
Because you said Almodovar produced, and oftentimes when you hear that on anthology films, that's because like they got some you know like considered great director to sort of or some guy who is a is a oh, recognized yeah, yeah. director goes like, well, I, I know five filmmakers that are great and are not as recognized. Let's Written and directed by one guy, Damien Seafron. Okay. okay, and ah, uh, oh, it's great. It's so much fun. There, a lot of reviews. Uh, condemned it for opening with that road rage one which is like a very high point for the sure. movie but i i disagree yeah i think it's a smart open yeah because the very closing sketch isn't as flamboyantly bizarre right but it's one of the coolest things i've ever seen yeah well wild tales is, is so much fun and we can talk about probably a hundred examples of anthology films where everybody goes like you got to watch it for that third segment yeah and it's oh, yeah. like okay great but like how come none of these things open fucking strong like it's this still a, it's still a movie you and know there's like no it's wrap around that's oh i love thing. that I, there's that, a quick like i always like, think cold open around sketch sort of thing okay there's no wrap yeah. around that's the most difficult part i, that's, I know they never work uh, right. the 10 i think is one of the best wrap arounds yeah. and it and that's because it it hardly functions as a real plot to it only be, yeah it only becomes a wrap around by function of yeah. they just did it to be silly right yeah, that is funny. That's uh, yeah. That has a good wraparound. Uh, I right. enjoyed the first VHS's wraparound. I don't remember the second yeah, one. Yeah, well, see, that's... But they were always the weakest part. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I do. I remember the first VHS's wraparound, which is more than I can say for a lot of anthology wraparounds. But I, but part of what I remember about it is like, yeah, well, that was kind of yeah, lame. That was just the glue. Yeah. Yeah, um, Wild Tales, man. That shit is so I'll check that out. Good. That sounds cool. It's really cool. And that one I think you'll really enjoy. Yeah. It, I I just found myself laughing, like yeah. deliciously laughing at the weirdness of it. It's it's cool. Still playing. At the uh, oh, okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, this one, here's a funny one where I kind of forgot this came out this year. I don't know why in my head what I'm about to say was like a last year movie. Uh, Kingsman is my number six. That was a, that wasn't a tough cut, but it was considered. I so again, I've only seen like fifteen movies this year so far, right? So it's like some stuff made my list just purely on like you know Project Almanac is basically dog shit, you know. So it's like <laughs> some things just get to my list. This the more I wrestled with this list, started climbing and climbing it's a great movie. through the la- through oh, yeah. because of what is on this list, you know what I mean? But because of what is on this list, this thing started to climb and climb. The more I thought about it, it started more towards the back as just like, oh yeah, that was this year. I had a lot of fun with that. That's like a good number ten. And then I started looking at the movies I put on this list, and this is better than almost half of them. That's it is a great movie. Really good. It is. Here's the thing. It is. We okay. If we talk about Bond movies, what is the what is the the era of Bond that people go like, yeah, it was kind of shitty for a while. Roger it's, Moore. It's '80s Bond movies. Yeah. It's '80s Bond movies where it's just like. The villains are over the top, and all the gadgets are super ridiculous. Uh, he's got helicopter pencils. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. Laser nose. Oh, fun. They did that and made it like the best. Th- it, like they made a really, really great version of that. And you know, what oh, they, yeah. and you know how they did it? They did it by just making one of those. Like I feel like if one of those movies came out today, it might actually work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because uh, it just the tone of this was so well, I think fun. Also, the lead character is aware of those movies, yes, and yeah, I think that's absolutely. really the key to yeah. making it not. It is one of those movies, but right. it's not. I mean, that's what uh, it's got an awareness of it. That's what Edgar Wright does best. Yes, he's Hot it, Fuzz is a badass action it's within movie, the genre. But, you know, comments on the genre. Uh, fucking, there's so many zombie movies that are way inferior to yes. uh, Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. And I'm not just talking by by due to numbers. No, yeah, it's a yeah. good movie. Oh, it's a really good. You want to hear an unpopular opinion? I like Hot Fuzz better than I like Dawn of the De- uh, Shaun of the Dead. Uh, that is an unpopular. For me, that's a very unpopular. Uh, that's because sh- Hot Fuzz overall is my least favorite of their films. I think. It's it's just a little bit over for me. I mean, yeah. I, I I would never. 
honestly, all of them are just a little bit over one another. Uh, I mean, I'll give you a Hot less popular Fuzz opinion. Is great. World's End has grown in my opinion so much that I think it might be his best film. I, you know what? It's I, it could be argued. Yeah, it could absolutely be argued. Yeah. I uh, just I've seen Hot Fuzz so many times that yeah. it's become one of those things. Like, cause that one for some reason was always on. Yeah, and I just really appreciate the nuance. Yeah, of it. yeah, yeah. But that came out when in the past. We're not talking yeah. about that. Uh, so what I think, but that is what works about Kingsman, and one of my favorite things about Kingsman, to be honest with you, I'm glad you brought it get right up. Is uh, it's one of the first movies I think that has the fingerprints of what you and I have minted. The uh, kinetic, oh, kinetic cinema. Kinetic cinema. Movement. Yeah, uh, I, I think that this is one of the first films to clearly be influenced by what Edgar Wright was doing <laughs> in Scott Pilgrim. The church scene is straight up, and in fact, not like is not just influenced by Scott Pilgrim, but I think much more specifically that church scene to me is very reminiscent of the bathroom fight in World's End, mm-hmm. uh, 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 even in its specific camera tricks. I think it's because of the specific camera tricks because yes. both of those scenes, what I think unites them is. If I just sat back and watched that on a stage, yeah. it would have been awesome. Oh, yeah. And any filmmaker could really have just done a couple cuts, yep. and it would have been awesome. Yep. But they, I, there's just a quality to it there's, where they add this well, it's almost g- video game style thing. It's got the know? living camera inside of it, right? Yeah. So yeah. like, it sort of feels like one take, even though we know it's not. There are cuts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does this interesting thing where he does speed ramping and slow motion back to back, one after another, and didn't, and then bullet time sometimes. Like and that's it's, totally Scott Pilgrim shit. Yeah, it's just within one camera move, you get all of these, all just whatever the best filmmaking technique is for that moment, for oh, that yeah. punch. I couldn't that. even think in terms yeah. of that. Uh, I'm doing. I'm directing uh, the uh, Kevin Lau's pilot. He yes. wrote a pilot. Yes. And so we were going around South Philly just getting B-roll yesterday. Uh-huh. And I started to flip the fuck out in my head because, uh-huh. like, I got to direct this thing. Yeah. And, I'm, and I, I think I'm good on the moment in terms of how I want to capture it. Yeah. But I am so terrified that I'm going to end up making this thing that is just incoherent yeah. because I'm going to want to do cool yeah. kinetic yeah. cinema. And it's totally just going to be like, you should have Woody Allen. Did. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but I, that's one of the things I love about this movie. I, I, I like this kinetic movement. I, specifically, what I like about it is it's not Jason Bourne kineticism. I, mm. I wouldn't even consider that what you can we see consider it. kinetic cinema. No, you know? not at all. Uh, that's not that what we mean kinetic by kinetic. Cinema. You know? Kinetic and cinema is the answer to yes, that shit. Exactly. This is a, a, there is a control to this mm-hmm. uh and i think matthew vaughn is, well, it's is not trying to hide what's going no. on it's trying to showcase what's yes. going on the the born movies what bugs me is that a lot of the times they have decent choreography mm-hmm. so they just cover it up mm-hmm. and it's like you know get some better choreography yeah. and let's just see it i uh i think that this movie really like actually is going to hold up as one of the better action movies that came out this year and i think we're going to find out that matthew vaughn is going to move Gonna like. Oh, he's gonna get. He's more. already quickly climbing the ranks. Like I think this guy Dude, is gonna from, like. Remember Layer Cake? Yeah, it's he's like, always been good. Yeah. He's always been really good. But I think he's gonna like. Exp- he's gonna make a Star Wars movie. You know what oh, I mean? Absolutely. Like that's gonna happen. It's, I would actually love to see that. I, I would too. 100%. A Star Wars side movie. If they made. Oh, you know what? I would actually. Here we go. Here's what I want to see. It. I'm calling you out right now, Matthew Vaughn. There's a character that I think makes all of the prequels totally worth it, mm-hmm. and I want to see more. Matthew Vaughn, give me the Darth Maul movie. Yeah. Give it to me. Do he it. was fucking awesome. He was awesome. Ray Park was already an X-Man. Yeah. You've played in the X-Man sandbox. Mm-hmm. Do it. Mm-hmm. Bring that to me. I, yeah, I, I just I like this you filmmaker. You got me reconsidering Kingsman. That really was... I, I, I had such a fun time watching that so movie. It's so fun. And I mean, we, I, we could really talk about it if you want to talk about it. I don't really want to get into it too much. But like, think of how crazy it is that we had oh, a yeah. movie where... Uh, uh, spoilers for, for Kingsman, but very loosely... The, the the plot becomes the ninety nine percent versus the one percent. Yeah, that's what the oh, plot yeah. becomes, right? And 
there is a fireworks display at the end of this movie, we'll say. Oh, shit, that whole thing. Okay, yes. that's all I'm going to yep. say oh, yeah. to be able to say this next sentence to you. Think about this movie right now in this <laughs> yeah. context and what it says about the 99% really versus the 1%. It's crazy. That's a message that I want to get behind, but I'm afraid is criminal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. It. It's, uh, like, oh, but yeah, that, that, and that was funny. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, Mark Strong, oh, love him. Oh, love that guy. Because his name his cast was is incredible. what he is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this, it was so nice for them to... And that main kid was was a really, really strong, I think, lead. You mean Graves Toper? Yeah, Graves Toper. <laughs> He's totally Pat Patrick Graves, Graves Dave and Toper. Dave Toper. If you happen to be someone who's fortunate enough to know both of those men, yeah. if they somehow made a baby, yep. he would be Kingsman. Uh, he, he was great, I thought. He really was. Um, oh, yeah. A very, very strong uh, performance. That was a funny movie. That yeah. was, and it was cool. Re- really, really strong movie. Right on. Um, so, what yeah, number that's my number that? six. Number, number six. six. All right, well, then my number six, and we only have to get into it for a minute, my number six was Age of Ultron. Oh, please, go ahead. Uh, for the reasons I said, I just, yeah. I sat down, I couldn't believe it. Uh, like, it's filled to bursting, but it didn't burst. Right. Because the whole time, what, it almost hindered my enjoyment of it. Because I was outside of the movie going, how the fuck did they do this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah. You know, it, it, and it's truly an awesome movie. Yeah. And it's just a ton of fun. Yeah. And it's, oh, God, it's just a, it's so solid. Now that you're so excited about it, I kind of like want to see it again. It was, and didn't just we have such have a good time, we had a great time. Too, and yeah. I think that also is yes. something that always is partial Me to, to the experience. To my, uh, you know, an experience will get it. That's why there's another movie that is going to be controversially higher than another on my list yeah. is because I had an experience. Just, uh, yeah. And, and I think you already know what it is. Uh, <laughs> I think so. But um, yeah, I, I just, I loved it. Yeah. It, it was, if you told me when I was even 25. Yeah. And described Age of Ultron, I'd be like, I don't even want to see that. That's crazy. Yeah. This is, there's no way that they're yeah. ever gonna do it. It's gonna fizzle out. Yep. And here we are, and I sit down in front of it, and by the end, I'm just like, When I grow up, I'm gonna be an Iron Man. <laughs> That's insane. I yeah. feel like I'm eight, yeah. and that is something that happens so much less now, so and rarely. exponentially so as time passes. Yep. I forget what it's like to be a kid, and that's something I promised myself I would never do. Yep. And Age of Ultron brought me there for two and a half hours. That's, that is a really, really <laughs> good insane. point. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. It's cool, and that that is what Marvel does consistently do. Absolutely, that's why that's that's why it's even, marvelous. Even this one not being like my, I, I think you know, uh, part, other ones are better. Part of that's, I guess maybe that's even part of my negative reaction to it, 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 it and why I keep saying like I'm trying not to be negative. It, it's the first time Marvel released a movie that wasn't my new favorite Marvel movie. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. And I guess the way that they're going to function with the universe now, the Avengers are the event films. Yep. And the other ones are just, you know, and I think that's almost the key to their longevity is in the same way that right now we exist in a world where it's like, oh, I want to see every movie. I also want to see every episode of every show and I'm keeping up with it, (laughs) but it's 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 daunting and that's going to grow, too. So people who are less super fans than than you or I. Yep. They've already shed the TV shows. Yes, yeah. I feel like there's going to be a point in the future where it's like, oh, we can go see Avengers, we can go see Infinity Wars, yeah. and if you haven't seen What's Between, I mean, we're pretty much there. Yeah. But there's going to be less of a drive to do yep. that. And I think that's going to be the key to their longevity. Yeah. So taken as like, oh, this is their event film. Yeah. You know, like, oh, if we're going to get a couple little stories in the middle, and yep. then every three, four years, we're, they're just going to throw them all into a bucket and mm-hmm. shake it. That was... I, I think they peaked. Yeah, yeah. And so I want to celebrate... The, the fact that we got to see it, you know, yeah. that was so cool. I agree. I uh, and and honestly, e- even being slightly disappointed in you know how mm. it feels a little bloated, 
doesn't stop me from being really excited you're about Civil War. You're I'm cheesing. Really, I'm really excited about Civil War. You're glowing right I, now. Like, I, I want to be like, ah, oh, man, Age of Ultron was that really, it had some weak spots, and it makes me worry that any of these new ones that have big casts are going to fall apart under the, who's in Civil War? Who? All, All of, them? of them have I'm weak in. spots. I'm in. There are slow spots in yes. every Marvel yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, with the exception of like Cap Two, Cap Two, and in my opinion, Iron Man Three. But I'll let you have it. If Listen, you give it. I'm right there with you. For That's Iron my Man favorite 3. Marvel movie. I think it's my second of favorite. The to Cap my favorite yeah. Marvel movie. I'm a Spider-Man Two drum beater yeah, for yeah, life. Yeah. Not amazing. So you fuck off. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I actually kind of liked Amazing Spider-Man One. What you do? Drop yeah, the ball. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't my favorite, but yeah. it was in that thing of like, ah, if we're gonna get it, there's things I liked about it. Yeah. A post parkour 3D Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. But they could have done so much. Yeah. Oh, they just shouldn't have. Okay, here we go. So, but see, that's that's the thing is that I'm at a point now where like I'm getting in conversations about like the implications of Thanos mm-hmm. with with just like oh, it's my manager. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it's it's that is weird. I think that's cool though. Yeah, and the fact that the marriage of just pure comic book zipping through space, laser eyes, yeah, mixing with people who go see, you know. They only go see the board movies. To see that that mainstream thing happen is a wonderful thing to behold. I yeah, I agree actually. Carry the it's, torch. Yeah. It's a new new world of nerddom. At uh, the same time, is it flawed and are there things that I would lose? hundred and ten percent. Yeah, that that I, one I, more than any other Marvel movie, maybe. Well, not any other, but uh, I'd have to really see them all again yeah. to do it. I feel like we could cut out the Incredible Hulk entirely. That's yeah. 140 minutes that I can cut out of the whole saga. Yeah. If you ask and me I, I, you know, there's things you could maybe trim up in the Thor movies. You yeah. know, Iron oh, Man yeah. two. Da, da, da. But uh, you know, of the of the major Big Bang, we love this Marvel stuff. I think this this is the one where I'm like, all right, let me get in there with some scissors and see if I can help oh, you guys yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, <laughs> you guys are too married to this. I'm yeah. still an outsider. Yeah. yeah uh, that's my six. Okay, I'm gonna hit you with my number five, and I'm gonna let you know right now. I'm just going to tell you how I feel about this movie, and you you can feel free to jump in, or you can save your thoughts on this one. Okay. Okay? My number five, Fury 7. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, my number five is Fury 7. And, and so, okay, this is the thing I really want to say about Fury 7. I, if you had talked to me... <laughs> In 2000, at the end of 2014, and said, what are you looking forward to next year? At the very, very, very bottom of my list would be the sixth sequel to a Point Break ripoff oh, that yeah. I hadn't even fucking seen or any of its other sequels. I, the, and so far, to this day, as any podcast listener knows, I've only seen the first one. Yes. And the seventh one. And you're going to see the rest, right? I'm at least going to see five and six. <laughs> yeah. I, Smart move. I'm at least going to see five and six. I, I would throw three. I, you know what? Just watch it. I know. I, there, there's a part of me now that just... Here's the thing. This movie earned, oh, in yeah. my mind, watching oh, yeah. the other five I haven't it's seen. It's so fucking good. This movie... There, this is really what I want to say about this movie. There's a strong potential that this movie will remain on my top ten at the end of 2015. Because I cannot think of a movie in my mind, in this recent me memory... That affected me so much. Yeah. I really mean that. And I know like people laugh at me every time I start trying to talk about this movie like this. Because they haven't seen it. They haven't. And and even everybody in that theater was fucking feeling. They, uh, everybody was. Dude, it, 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 that bathroom was steaming. Uh, it, <laughs> here's the thing. It is stupid and 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 ridiculous and absurd. And I bought every fucking second of it. I loved the whole thing. I it's really earnest. did. It, That's the key. It's so earnest. And it at takes the end of the day. It takes itself 100% seriously. 
and it has fun. It's it, earnest. It wants to entertain you first. I'm going to talk about at least one more action movie before we get to the end of this list. Absolutely. Because this is not the best action movie anybody's ever going to see, but it's a goddamn good one. I'm going to tell you that. Like, oh, yeah. It's a really, really good one. Oh, yeah. For what these are, for what this kind of movie is, it's one of the best I've ever seen, uh, as far as the action goes and stuff. Story-wise, this is where I couldn't Oh, it's a complete fucking mess. It doesn't uh. make any sense. Uh, but, uh, well, this is what I want to say. Plot-wise, it doesn't make any sense. Mm. Story-wise, I bought into this thing hook, line, and sinker in a big, bad way that was so effective to me at the end. And I know it's partially because an actor died and the way they addressed that and all those things, but I don't care. They all still exist in this movie. Regardless of what the circumstances are that made them exist, they exist in this movie, and they did legitimately very much affect me in a real big way Absolutely. and actually moved me and shook me and family few, i could say that about few movies and i'll say that ab- and the few that i'll say it about are a lot fucking better than fury oh, 7 yeah. oh yeah but, but if you put them down on the table and said do you want to watch this or lawrence of arabia I, fury, fury 7, seven. <laughs> fury 7 i don't, i it, it it moved me that i mean i i, I hate that i have to say I'm that about get fury into 7 thoughts later because mine's much higher on my yep. list but uh I just think the Furious Seven films, by sheer uh, the Furious Seven films, uh, it still works. The the Fast Family, yeah, we're all part of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's really what it's yeah. become. You know, there. I don't. I didn't go back to see this because you know I thought it was going to be a good movie because they've never been good. Right. But I went back because I couldn't wait to hang out with with Toretto. Yeah. And Mia, and and yeah. you know I wanna I wanna. Talk to I want to make him and and Hobbs friends, uh-huh. even though they're against you. They have a lot in common besides muscles. <laughs> yeah, but like I care about these things. Yeah, I, I love it. We'll it, get into it. It was it's so much fun, like more fun than again the sixth sequel to a Point Break ripoff has any right to be. It's insane. Uh, and and I really thought quite moving. Like re, re, it, I keep this is how I ended my review of that movie. It made me want to be a better man. Yep. And I don't think I'm going to say that about any other movie this year. We'll Absolutely. see, but probably not. I'll bite my tongue, so I'll get into it later. Yeah, I wonder if we can take a quick break. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Guys. I, d- I drank a huge Mountain Dew. Oh, well. So I, I, I kind of have to orange crush it. That was my number five. You guys aren't even going to know there's going to be a break, uh, because as soon as I finish this sentence, oh, yeah. Dan's going to come back with his number five. Yeah. And we're back from that uh, that stirring, stirring dramatic pause. That's, that's stirring uh, maybe... Point two second silence. Oh yeah, I hope he had a chance to go do nothing. <laughs> yeah, because um, it's gonna be, it's gonna, be, we're in for the long haul here. Yeah, we are. So, uh, all right, so we're at my number five. Your number five, sir. White God. Oh, oh my God, it. I want to see this. Oh, White God, I want to see this White, movie. I actually texted this list to one of my friends, and it got bumped up. And it, as I was like moving it around, and so one of the entries on my list read "Furious White God," <laughs> and they were like, "What is that?" And I'm like, "Well, it sounds like it's the best movie ever made, <laughs> yeah. but it hasn't been made yet." <laughs> And probably won't be. Might be. Yeah. Um, that'll the Furious family will start absorbing other franchises. Yeah. Not that White God's gonna get a fr- White God is a uh, it reminded me of a Michael Haneke film, I believe I don't know what country it's from. Fuck. Polish? I wanna say it's Polish. And uh it's the story of a little girl mm-hmm. who gets separated from her dog. Aww. And as she's trying to search it's kinda sad. You're gonna have to deal with a little bit of animal cruelty. Aww. But it's so worth it mm-hmm. because as she searches for the dog, the dog makes friends with all the other abandoned dogs Aww. and things come to pass. I don't want to say too much. Yeah. It's very artsy fartsy. Yeah. It's also very grimy and, and I pulpy's not the word, but I you know, uh, hyper real at points. Yep. Um it's cool. Yeah. It's good. Uh, and honestly, I don't know how they did it, but there is a tremendous performance. Yes, performance mm-hmm. from a dog. Mm-hmm. 
It's unreal. Yeah. Like there's a there's a scene where the dog has to do something. I'm not gonna get into it, but he has that look that a person has like the first time they kill someone in a movie where they look at their hands and are like, What have I become? Uh-huh. They it was that. Uh-huh. And it was absolutely that. Awesome. You think they like it, like set the dog down and made him watch? Like, all right, listen, we're gonna show you all the Homeward Bound sequels. <laughs> we're gonna show you Marley and Me, uh, every Beethoven. Oh, that movie. would be the worst. We just you, we got We just need to show you the the best and the worst that dogs have had to offer over the years of dog movies, so that we can get you know a solid performance out of you. Or they gave him a treat, and right when he went for it, they just pulled it away <laughs> and started shooting. And he was just yeah, that like, sounds what happened? More right? <laughs> no, but it's um. <laughs> It's great. Yeah. It's a cool movie. Really this is going to be on my list by the end of the year. Yeah. I think um, it might even go higher. Yes, I. T- I uh, it's a good year, guys. Uh, and and just <laughs> Ooh, because uh, you told me this about the movie, so I'll, I'll ask you to repeat it. I just think it's an interesting thing about the movie, uh, and maybe it would make people more curious to go see it. It actually uh, uh, benefits uh, uh, the dogs oh, yeah. that are in this movie. A hundred percent of the dogs in the movie were wild dogs that found homes. Through the production yes. of this movie, the country that and it was they made were in, fucking cute. I believe the country it was made in has a uh, 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 problem with wild dogs. Uh, well, and what's what's interesting about it is that's one of the reasons why they get separated in the first place. Is uh, oh shit, it's listed as 2014. Whatever it came out here. It's uh, what's the? Uh, I can't find what country it's from. Either way, she gets separated from her dog because it's at this apartment building, and there's a tax on it. Mm. And then when they notice it's not purebred, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, they're you know, and that's yep. that's a problem. Yeah, we don't think about that here. No. Dog's a dog, mm-hmm. and so yeah, there's there's problems with that. But I guess in other countries, there's in well, some I mean, other there, there are countries, there are cities that are legit overrun by you know wild dogs and stuff. Uh, and it's Hungarian, Hungarian, yeah. Uh, yeah, there are places in the world that are overrun by wild dogs. Um, so I, I, uh, I would imagine that this movie is probably loosely based on just that as a probably. as a problem. And yeah. I imagine that if I was from Hungary, yeah. it might have caused more horror for mm-hmm. me to watch mm-hmm. because that the part of the fun of it is there's the reserve of just like these dogs are ganging up. Yeah, you know, and and so it's kind of crazy. Yeah, but I, I I wonder if in a country that at least is more familiar with the reality of wild dogs, yeah, that might be scary. That's I, I think so. I think it's it's partly a comment on that but and that's why oh, yeah. i thought it was interesting to bring up is uh one of the things they did to make this movie was actually try and rescue a lot of those dogs because i think a lot of those dogs just get put down oh uh, absolutely. you know well we all know that actually it's, it's just a mistranslation found found homes oh sure is sure, um sure. is it means something different in hungarian and it's a shot in the face <laughs> yeah and so but you know you take it as you will they all found homes yes. it was written in english yes um in plain english uh, but um yeah white god was cool i thought that was worth noting that's highly uh, recommend yeah it. absolutely worth noting. i really want to see that uh so my number four now this is where we get into stuff that uh you know I, i'm fairly confident this stuff is going to hold maybe not you know yeah, we, yeah. we got a whole half a year yet in front of us um I would say my top four are, are definitely going to hold my my four if they're not going to hold it's because some really good fucking movies come out i'll put yeah. it that way these are the four that i just I can't stop thinking about. Yep. These are the four movies that I cannot stop thinking about. And I wrestled with where to place them, and I think I'm pretty confident in my placement of these, starting with number four, It Follows. Oh, yes. Uh, that would be now, on my list. I, I know it would caveat. be, but you, you got to see it in 2014. I fucking love that movie. I, I really, really like this movie. And this is a movie that I have not stopped thinking about. I think we saw it in, did it come out in February or March or something, right? Pretty mm-hmm. early in the year. I saw it last year, and I still think about it almost every day. Yeah. I, I really do, and I don't mean that in any sort of exagger- exaggeration. No. No, it, it is a fascinating movie uh, that 
I, I mean, you, we can. The thing about this movie is we can talk about it from a hundred different angles. Absolutely, uh, I can talk about why I love it at, just as a sort of time capsule of what I love about a certain era of horror movies. This I think that it's on par with Halloween. Yeah, this, I, I really do. It looks and feels like some sort of weird combination of John Carpenter and Wes Craven. Mm -hmm. it, it, it marries what those two guys did best in their respective horror work. I think it establishes one. that director as like someone who can make an awesome widescreen oh, picture. Oh, fuck the widescreen! That was is super wide, super wide. Um, I, I don't know what the aspect ratio was, but it. Uh, it, it had both times I saw it, it was just very wide, yep. and every single shot is is wary of that. Yep. But they use that to create the horror as well. Oh yeah. Because since it follows anything in the you're background, searching every it's, frame. It's unreal. So you're. It's scary. And, oh, and tons of just beautiful tableaus using mm -hmm. that, that widescreen. You know, he, he gets these five characters that are sort of at the heart of it in these, just these beautiful tableaus around different settings and stuff. It's in uh, shitty, in shitty, you know, uh, near eight mile Detroit. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's, it's wild. Uh, and, and it, it, the, so we I'm sorry if we have any Detroit listeners. That was probably <laughs> awful. Well, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're in Philly. It's shitty. Yeah. <laughs> it is. But uh, that, that's also, we, we can talk about it that way. I think that is the national story about Detroit right yeah, now. Yeah, that's true. Whether it's the reality or not, that's the national story about Detroit and, and, and what they want us to believe is the sad reality of Detroit, right? And I think this movie, I, I believe the filmmaker is actually from Detroit. I think he is this from movie Detroit. is. His prior movie was also based in Detroit. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he is uh, like an, an angle we could take on it. And I did see someone write up about it and said, like, fuck all the STD stuff everybody's saying. This is about Detroit. That's what this mm -hmm. movie's about. I, I think there's an angle you could take on this that it is about where Detroit is at right now as a community. And much like another movie that I know is on both of our lists, yeah. it's the kind of thing that you can pull apart forever. Yes. You can also ignore it and just be rocked. Yeah. You know, yep. it's, it's wild. And that's something that, for that's how you get a good message yeah. movie. You know, if you want to get a message across, don't make the movie about the message. No, make it a movie and put that message in there. Uh, the, like you said, there's a million different angles, and I think about a different one each yep. day. And then every fifth day, I, I'll just picture the tall, bald guy yeah. coming out of my closet, and I'll have to wrap myself in my sheets. Totally. So it's it's ev it's everything. It's oh, a I really, love that movie. It is a very effective horror movie in its own right, mm -hmm. uh, but is working on a lot of levels that many horror films either don't work or are not working necessarily as overtly as this is. I know you just mm -hmm. said it, it does wrap itself enough that it's it's not you know hitting you over the head with this message, yeah, and that it's is not true. Telling you that, yeah. Uh, uh, but it, it certainly to me feels much more mature than, than a lot of horror movies we see that are trying to wrestle with some I could of these write subjects. You a fucking awesome it follows slasher flick. Yeah, you know, and it and it would be badass. What a cool concept. Yep. You know, and there'd be titties and blood and yep, all that stuff. Yep. And that would probably be awesome. Yeah. I would love that movie. It's a great concept. You know, guts that are made out of condoms filled with, with uh -huh. you know, caro syrup. Just, uh -huh. It would work. But this is so much better. Yes. This is why uh, Halloween will crush, you know, uh, fucking Fr Friday, the yeah, Friday the 13th any day yeah. is because it's fucking classy. Yeah. And this is the first time since Halloween. I mean, I say since Halloween, like I was alive in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. you know, I saw that young. This is, I put this up there with that. Yeah. I really do. I think it's that good. And I think 30 years from now, we're going to talk about it over I, and over. I hope people talk about this more. I, 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 it, it if got, I'm still alive, I will be. It got great reactions. Uh, I saw some backlash because as uh, movies that people, whenever the internet jumps on and goes like, ooh, this has something interesting to say, people oh, yeah. really want to lash against that. Uh, I hope that people open themselves up to this and give it a oh, chance. Yeah. I, and I think it will over time. It's too. really good. It this, is it's really, gonna really good. It's going to be awesome on cable. Oh, yeah. Because that's you could I could probably make that movie PG-13 uh -huh. with, with one cut. Uh-huh. And it's a shave. Yep. And that... 
it's going to it's going to play big. Oh, yeah. You know, it'll be around. Yeah, it'll it, absolutely it, be around. I, I cannot recommend this movie enough. Uh, and it's, you can play this on FX, mm-hmm. pretty much uncut. Mm-hmm. There's your Halloween movie. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. You know? It's just great stuff. I don't soundtrack. Yeah, baller. It, uh, I don't want to over describe it. I think people should just go see it. You've uh, probably seen it. Y- yeah, yeah. yeah. Buzzed. I, I mean, it I hope buzzed. so. Yeah, uh, and I think we've even talked about it on the show a couple times before. We've both recommended it yeah. separately in separate yep. episodes. It's yep. that good. It, it just it's fantastic, and I, I think people should go. Out it and see follows it. would probably be one or two on my list. Right. If had I had I not put it on last year, yep. like that is a damn good movie. Really good. Really, really oh, good. Amazing. What do you got for I number get, four? I get mad when people are like, that movie was stupid. Yeah. Because my only thought, and this is wrong of me to think, is, you're stupid. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to hit you yeah. if you don't move. Yeah. It, it's the, oh, ooh, I feel it now. It's mm-hmm. syrupy. Uh, my number four. Are you ready? Yeah. Mad Max Fury Road. Oh my God, all yes. right. This was, uh, this was one. Yeah. And I actually think it still might be the best movie of the year. Yeah. I think there's one that I think might just because of the film snob in me, I might, it, you know, it's apples and oranges. Yeah, that I might think is like a better movie, but yeah. this is probably the best movie of the year. Yeah, I I can comfortably say it is. But when I put the DVDs on the table in yeah. front of my head and said, which ones do I want to watch? This came out fourth. Okay, so it was heartbreaking. Yeah, but it it comes with that caveat that yeah. I still think it's it's the best movie. <laughs> like it's, it's the best. Yeah. I know that's probably much later on your list. Uh-huh. We should probably save the conversation. Or sure. use this as an opportunity to link you to last week's episode. Yes, In yes. which we go full on into Mad Max. Yes. You know, going deep. So yes. you can listen to that, but we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I uh, that that was my four, but we'll leave it. Okay. Leave yeah, it and, we, and I think in general we don't have to talk about Mad Max too, uh, yeah, too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. It was our last episode. If you really want our, our in-depth thoughts, please check that out. Mm. Uh, but I, I will talk a little bit more about it before this episode is over. Uh, so let's just, so I'll jump into my number three. I'm, I'm curious. I, this may not make your list simply because I think you got to see this in 2014 as well. Mm. Uh, but I, I looked it up to be sure and it wasn't actually available in Philly until earlier this year. So I was like, okay, I'm sick. I know what movie it is. What we do in the shadows. I, I'm going to submit that we don't talk about that yet. Okay. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I will just say yeah. that what we do in the shadows is <laughs> on my best. list as number three. It, That's awesome. I, I haven't yeah, laughed. Bones me on that. that I have awesome. not laughed this hard at a movie <laughs> in a long time. And I'll just leave it at that. We'll talk more about uh, it in a few minutes. We're going to get into it very shortly. Yes. So uh, hit me with your number three. My number three was Fury 7. Oh, awesome. Uh, Fury thought, 7 you know is I up thought there. this was going to be your number one. Okay, no, it's not my number one. Um, Furious, Fury 7 is my number three. It's my number seven. <laughs> um, and it edged out Mad Max for that one reason. Put those is DVDs that I put on the, the, table. T- the two DVDs down, and I was like, I want to watch Furious 7. Mm-hmm. Not every time, but most of the time. Mm-hmm. And also, people in my family have died. Yeah. Horrible things have happened, yeah. as they do to everybody. And I'm, I'm, I'm always moved to sadness, but I'm never moved to tears. I wept. Yeah. We wept together. Together. It was a wonderful experience. It was. For everybody. My girlfriend, cold soul. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. She did get a little, uh, I'm, I'm throwing you under the bus here, Jetta. Longest ride. Yeah. She got some tears. What? Old people in love. It okay, does it to the ladies. Right. Yeah. It's, right. it's one of those things. Um, yeah. I. Uh, but not just two bros riding off into the sunset. One to his death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Spoiler alert. Spoiler. The other day, this is what secured it. I was working on my list like throughout my day, and I came back from lunch, and as I walked into the office, oftentimes uh, the woman behind the, the front desk, our head secretary, uh, she's listening to the radio. And that damn Wiz Khalifa song that plays at the end of Furious 7 during the, the sad scenes, mm-hmm. 
that was on. Uh-huh. And I th- I was there. Uh-huh. Immediately, I was just like, oh, man, Paul Walker, I'm going to miss him. Uh-huh. And I felt sad, and I was like, this is very high on my list. Yeah. Because it's so stupid. I raged against the idea of the Fast movies. Yeah. And now it's like, when Paul Walker died, I was like, wow, that's the end of them. Uh-huh. And then it's not. I know. And it's still going to go. I know. And things are going to boom. And I celebrities know. are going to show up. The Rock drives an ambulance into a militarized drone <laughs> after busting out of a cast while flying. Are you fucking? It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. It opens with Statham versus The Rock and gets bigger from there exponentially. Yes. But it does have one fatal flaw that actually f- fucks me up a little bit. What's that? But it adds to the charm. In Furious 6, it's yeah. made very clear that Owen Shaw. Yes. He's exactly as criminal and murderous as the whole Fast family. But he's not about family. When people in his crew die, he just moves on because it's it's all about the job. Right. So because he's literally the same person as Vin (laughs) Diesel, only he's just the opposite about family, he's got to die. Yeah. So in the second movie, his brother, yeah. in the name of family, yeah. wants to kill everybody. Yeah. Shouldn't he be in their family? <laughs> that, 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 drove, that drove me crazy. <laughs> I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but let me ask you this. Did Statham die at the end of this movie? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. Because what you just led me to think is, if he didn't, there's That's a true. future in which they but realize. killed people before. Yeah. And they came back. Oh right, yeah. So you know, because there's, there's a future a in this franchise in which they realize, you know, he was only trying to kill us because we killed his brother, and we kind of respect that. Oh, absolutely. Let's give that guy a call. That in the mix that it was just an impossible movie to make. Oh yeah, by a very good director. Th- yeah, uh, it it just gets my respect. Who, who is through. deservingly going to get and already has gotten bigger and better work oh, because yeah. of this movie? And he doesn't want to do Fast Eight. No, apparently this was a nightmare. Which I mean, they had to sew scripts together I, to work. I would understand why this would be a nightmare. Absolutely, one hundred percent. It's also a dream. Yes, <laughs> it's yeah. a wonderful yeah. dream. The fact that he made what he made out of it is is unreal. It's amazing. Yeah. It, it, and it's just a cool-ass, fun movie. It's one of the slickest two and a half hours you'll oh, yeah. ever spend doing anything, and I would do it again in a second. I would take It's up there. I would take a downhill jamboree next to Vin <laughs> Diesel any day of the week. And that's the term they use in the movie. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Toretto, I challenge you to a downhill jamboree. <laughs> it's like, oh, hell no, American muscle every day. And then they, they do their thing, and they yeah. have Coronas. Uh, yeah. Because that's what they do. Yeah. And Kurt Russell was there this time. Oh, I know. And then he was gone. Yep. I'll I think back. he was Paul Walker's dad. And that, then that's kind of what out. I thought too. That was, uh, yep. you know, I kind of thought that too. Either way, fucking <laughs> great, great. Uh, all right, uh, let's move on to my number two. I'm curious to see. Oh no, I think this was already on your it's list. Ex-Machina, maybe. Isn't it? it is. <laughs> it's Machina. Yeah, this is a great flick. This is a great flick, and and I I would not actually walking into the movie theater, I would not have told you it would be number two on my list at all. Uh, in fact, if you look at my letterbox right now, it's sitting at three stars because that's what I reviewed it as when I you know within about 24 hours of seeing the movie, uh, and I think I wrote some things like yeah, it's not like my favorite take on AI, but it is like this great interesting little movie, uh, and then my brain couldn't stop thinking about it at all this under the skin to me as well yeah i was like oh that was great and then it just this has snowballed for me into a four maybe five star movie yeah robot snowball it it is it's a really great i I guess i would call it almost like a mystery story because when the first time you watch it it is a it's a little puzzle box it's Mm. like what's happening here who do i trust why do i trust them why should i trust them 
Um, Why shouldn't I trust them? Right. Uh, Now, I have not given it any more watches, and I really want to, but I've spent a ton of time thinking and reading about this movie. Uh, And uh, the more I think about it, and every time I go back through the plot line and the events that unfold with all the information that I now have, I start having to, like, have these crazy, like, moral arguments with myself over, like... No, I actually agree with this character in this situation. Yeah, but that character is like a fuck, like a real fuck. Like I like, like there's no question he's evil at but this a fuck point can now. Be right. But yeah, but maybe he is right. Yeah. And, oh, and, it's so fucked up. And and then, but but you know what? Regardless, like it's about her and and what she does, and so it's actually that actually that settles all of this. That makes all of it okay. Except that yep. if she's yep. really human, what does she do? How how? It's it's crazy. You, my brain is still trying to process what wh- who I side with, what I actually think about them and their decisions, I and find what I can't any side of it anybody. says about me that I feel any of those ways. And I fucking love that. No, n- movies can do nothing better for me than get me excited to uh, get introspective because I, I almost refuse to do it otherwise. You know, uh, and and have conversation with other people. Uh, mm-hmm. About w- how it made them feel and what it made them think, uh, and and this movie better than any other movie that's come out this year thus far does that I think, uh, and is is uh, for a first time director just a, a really oh, phenomenal awesome. piece of filmmaking I think. It's it's like I mean it under I would say it under the skinned me yeah yep. it, it mooned me uh-huh. um, you know it's it was that kind of a thing yep. where. I was like, oh yeah, this has got a good pedigree and all that. I bet it's neat. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit, this is a real fucking movie. Yeah. You know, like something's happening. Yeah. This it's is the year of Oscar Isaac as well. Oh my well, god, man, was he great in this? Oh, I working with some AI. What's <laughs> up, man? He was good in this. I, 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 the whole cast was very good in this. Oh yeah. yeah. Do- I, I just call, I call him Domino Rally Gleason. <laughs> Remember Domino Rally? Yeah. Domino Rally Gleason. It's yeah, Dom d- Hall. There's d- an end. Domino. Dom. Domino. Domino. Brendan uh, Gleason's son. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful yeah. actor. Yeah, he's he's is he actually Brendan Gleeson's son? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, really good. I, mm-hmm. I liked him in this. And quite of a bit. course he is. He has yeah. Brendan Gleeson's blood pulsing <laughs> through his veins. And I don't know who his mother is, but I bet she's got some. I bet she's got some depth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or maybe she's got like a Forrest Whitaker eye, because that's a good tool. <laughs> that is like a good Forrest tool. Whitaker when he won his Best Actor award for uh, I think it was Last King of Scotland. Yes. He he was making his speech and everyone was like kind of moved and then he like worked the eye. I don't know how to describe what he did, <laughs> but he like worked the eye and then just waterworks. <laughs> and if Meryl Streep had that eye, yeah, you you couldn't afford her, <laughs> and I and I can't, but like no one could because it would be unstoppable. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going on. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker's eye, get one. Yeah. Want, it's good. And, and I'm not I don't mean to take away from Forrest Whitaker. He is an awesome actor. He's a great actor. He's really one of the best. Yeah. But that uh, uh, man, <laughs> it, it does it <laughs> over the edge. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh so yeah, my number two, Forrest Whitaker's eye. Uh, Ex Machina. Ex Machina. <laughs> yeah. I, I loved Ex Machina. Yeah. It's just great, so great cool. stuff. Uh people need to see it. I, I really Absolutely. people need to see it. It's a million uh, conversations that you'll have. So yeah. you'll see a two-hour movie, and then you'll have another week's worth of entertainment, and then some. Yes, yeah, yeah, really good stuff. What's your number two? Number two. Um, we don't have to go too deep, but it was the Duke of Burgundy. Okay, I, it honestly, I hit me with this it. Movie. Yeah. I, what I liked about the Duke of Burgundy is this is another one I I love Michael Haneke. So whenever something like like that happens, yeah. you know anything similar just gets that juice flowing. Yeah. 
But I just thought it was an interesting movie. It's not something you often see. It's, I, I you know, wholeheartedly it's agree with that. Very, and, and it's another one that upon repeat viewings, yeah. when you already understand what the next development is, yeah. this scene has that much more depth. Yeah. And so I've seen it twice now, yeah. and both times it was just, you know, the, the first time, you know, as, as reveals are happening, it's just you start to understand the story more. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, man, that's kind of crazy. Oh, man, mm-hmm. that's kind of crazy. The second time around, I'm watching their dialogue, and I'm going, you know what? I know what she's trying to do here. Yeah. You know, oh, and I know what she's trying to do here, and I know where this one's coming from, and that one's yeah. coming from. It's just a wonderful movie, and it, it works to me on all levels. It's it's beautiful to look at. Mm-hmm. The performances are unreal. Fantastic. Dealing with subject matter that I can't imagine is easy for any any sort of actor. No. And it, 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 in a movie that's challenging in terms of, of you know, how far does... And it's not even necessarily about like obsession. It's it's how far can you go when you're trying to balance the the carnal need with the emotional need, yep. and to see this get juggled with two people that are in their own ways manipulative, but in their own ways passive is is hypnotic. And they have their own distinct needs. Exactly. Um, and you can see why they got together in the yes. first place, or why they are doing what their whatever their relationship yes. terms may be. Yep. Um, you can see where that's at in. There's so many questions. Like, I wonder how long has this been yes, going on? Yep. You know, is this a new development in an old routine? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is this an old routine that we're just fucking done with? Yeah. And there's so many of those questions, and I think none of them necessarily have, have an answer. It just depends on who you are. Yeah. I love shit like that. Uh, I, I will say that I uh, the one of the things I really liked about this movie is, uh, in particular, its subject matter, and more particularly how it handles that. It... it mm. It treats this subject matter with the grace and respect that it actually deserves. Absolutely. And I don't think I've seen any modern media handle it this way. Yeah. Uh, like secretary, maybe, but that is not a female well, they got away female with making relationship. It a, uh, and it's also, that's a comedy. Right. Um, and comedy makes everything easier. Right. Yep. And this is absolutely not a comedy. Yeah. There, there's nothing yeah. comedic about it. Yeah. There might be moments of, of slight, slight levity yeah, brevity, yeah or whatever yeah. it is yeah uh, one of the evities levity but a levity i always yeah. forget brevity is short short that's it okay because yeah. the brevity of wit yeah. gives it its levity okay and um got it <laughs> thanks fortune cookie i just made up <laughs> um no i thought it, it, it's just so cool and 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 it's also it's to me it reminded me of there was a time back in the day where where there was a value to a movie like that movie is pretty sexy yeah you know paul verhoeven was big yeah. on that and so this does kind of have a little bit of that just like like just the filth aspect yeah. of it. And it, filth isn't the word no. because this is a very clean but it you know like just uh, dirty. It's dirty. You know yeah. this is a movie for grown-ups. Yeah. And it, when I see so many things that get homogenized for a broad crowd. And this is a guy like I actually enjoyed 50 Shades of Grey mm-hmm. well enough. Mm-hmm. It's not good, right. but it's so much different than I expected. But yeah. that is an example of a similar subject matter just watered down for broad consumption. Mm-hmm. And this is not that. Right. And so it makes it more potent and yes. it makes it more cinematic. It, I loved this movie. Yeah. I'm so excited to see what Peter Strickland does next. Yeah. Um, it's just I awesome. will watch more of this guy's movies. That is for sure. It's uh, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, I just loved it. Mm-hmm. I'm floored. Mm-hmm. Absolutely floored. Yeah. That was one I, I was, uh, I remember I was in a, a distinctly bad mood. I walked up to the theater to see that one morning because it was the only chance I get to see it. And being in the bad mood, like, helped. Because I'm watching this movie, and I'm just like, no, nah, fucking, okay. Yeah. And then by the end, I was just awashed with how gloriously beautiful this movie was, and how challenging and deep it is. 
and just how simply pleasurable it was, and it it made my day better. And it's a weird movie to do that. It, it is a weird one to do that, but, but I, I can see that I think from you what know? you're saying. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I'm I'm definitely. I mean, it was number ten on my list. I am going to recommend mm. this to people, even though I wasn't oh, you know over the moon for it. Three stars is not a bad review. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, in fact, I struggled with that review a lot. That uh, I don't know that I've been as conflicted about a review that mm. I was about to give a movie as I was that one. I, I think that's a, a good l- answer. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, it uh, it deserved the three stars it got, for sure. It's, it, it's, it's along the lines of another one like Michael Haneker, Lars von Trier. Mm-hmm. I'm proud to be the type of person who can get excited about a <laughs> Lars von Trier movie. But I totally get why you hate me for it yeah. and why, why you're not into it. Because yeah. that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of those kinds of things where yeah. it's like I can get why why it might not be everybody's taste. Yeah. But the fact that somebody's taste was given this due respect is like just a fucking oh, cool yeah. movie. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, totally. I, I love weird artsy shit. Yeah. And I don't want to be a snob. But this tickled my weird artsy fartsy vibe. Yeah, you know? I, yeah. Uh that's what's so funny about it to me is like it's not like the reason I didn't like it is not the uh like I don't know. I don't know about the the subject matter of this one. Oh, you yeah, know, it's yeah. like the, the I wouldn't r- expect you to be close minded. No, me. not at all. And that's that's what is funny to me about not liking it. It's like I am the kind of person that should like this. I, this this is the kind of stuff that like I'm totally on board for, and I wish we saw more of in 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 more mainstream media. These kinds of relationships and stuff. I think they're interesting, uh, and I like the idea that he's trying to paint it in a, in a way that's like it's not weird. It's not. It's mm. it's not different from your relationship. It it's really is not. Uh, and I love that. Uh. But my biggest problem at the end of the day with it was that is what it's about, that it's not different from your relationship. So this is the relationship that you've seen. I wonder a if that's times. what it was about, though. I, that might not be what it was about. Yeah. Uh, I still say you should watch it again. Yeah. I would. But I, but I mean, that's also that's a valid yeah. reading of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, that, and I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say reading. that's what it's about as like the, 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 yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. the end all be all. This is what this movie's about and what he's trying to say. I don't think that's what he was trying to say. Mm-hmm. That to me is um, one of the. Uh, that, okay, if we want to we want to take that as the sort of broad strokes of it, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think we could say that that is the oh, broad absolutely. strokes of the it's plot. It's a totally line. fair argument. Uh, and and that to me, I was like, oh god, well now I got to sit through another one of these movies about this, <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but uh, that was my only gripe with it. You know, had nothing to do with the uh, the subject I matter double itself. Double check just to make sure I'm giving Strickland the the proper first name. Uh, I would love if they if they. Uh, if they like interviewed him, they're like, "So, yeah, it's Peter Strickland." Yeah, like, so, Mister Strickland, uh, this is a very nuanced movie. It was very deep. Like, what was it about? And if he was just like, ah, "Boners," <laughs> how great would that be? It was like, "Whoa, <laughs> what happened?" Maybe choke on my water. <laughs> Boners, and then he just pieces out yep. and squeals out in a clown car or something. Yep. Like Peter Strickland, motorized like, tricycle. I'd be like, of course, that guy directed Duke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know what your number one oh, is. Yeah. You know what my number one is. I think Where so. do we go first? Let's, let's hit it. Uh, l- l- let's hit this one. We'll hit mine first since we talked about it okay. uh, yeah. at length. Mad Max Fury Road is number one on this list. I I have no idea what someone's going to have to do to remove this from number one on my <laughs> list at the end of 2015. I think a movie will actually have to blow me, like physically You're blow gonna me. You're going to have to star in the movie yeah. in yeah. order to do it. Uh, it, it this is... Unlike any other movie I've ever seen, it, it if you don't see this on the big screen, you're an idiot. You you're deserve a, the pain that you feel when you realize you didn't see it on the big screen. You're a fucking idiot. It's uh, and but you know what though, you'll get a chance because this is going to be like the the drive-in midnight movie uh, for ages to for, come, forever. Yeah. I hope. Uh, I, I I we listened to our episode from from last week, Mad Max Fury Road. I think it was episode 44 of the podcast. 
Check it out. Uh, you can hear us talk about this movie ad nauseum for two hours. I wrote uh, what I think is actually one of the best reviews I've ever written of this movie on letterboxcom slash Philadelphia. Check out all my thoughts. It is uh, unlike any action movie you've ever seen before. Uh, uh, I, I think uh, the more I think about this movie, the more just I've seen it twice now, distinctly becomes the best action movie, maybe, that I've ever seen. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I mean, You're going to uh, knock Die Hard? I don't know. That's I don't you know. know. Though, what's weird is I, Die Hard is barely an action yeah, movie. That's, that's just what we remember them as. Exactly. That's like a tight thriller. This is an action movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, that it, action is in this movie's DNA. Uh, it's so fucking and good. It, and it is astounding that a movie that is this action-packed and this much fun to watch is also so interesting. Mm-hmm. So interesting and full of such great performances and turning people like Nicholas Holt into like character actors oh, yeah. that we normally wouldn't see until they turn 45. Well, I mean, he played Beast. Yeah, yeah, but... <laughs> Uh, a fair, fair point. Kind, I guess it, he was about a boy, wasn't he? Yeah, but uh, think about what he's doing in this. It's the, oh, it, it's no, the I, kind I of performance you I'm wouldn't see from Steve Buscemi until he turned fifty. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? I mean, it is. It, it, this Steve movie Buscemi's is twenty-seven. <laughs> you didn't know that? <laughs> this movie heavy is, smoker. <laughs> it's just balls to the wall the whole way, uh, and vaginas to the wall the whole way. Absolutely, which is part of what I love about it. Uh, <laughs> that should be the poster. Yeah, put your vaginas to the wall. Yeah, it, it, it's it, it's just the I. Listen to our episode. I don't even want it's to talk so about good. it anymore. I've talked about it so much. Uh, and what's weird is that it it's not just gushing to talk about it. No. We could talk about this for 10 hours without repeating a thought. No, not at all. It's so dense and just filled with with everything and much like a couple other things on this list, if you like that's this is the one thing that that Avengers doesn't have. I feel like, you know, with Avengers, it's this amazing action movie. But, like, we have to be informed to go in. Yes. You know, whereas Mad Max, like you don't have to see any of them to go no. in and if you take away all of the social commentary and fun stuff out of Mad Max, you still have this it's badass movie. Still amazing. If you take away, I, I mean, I won't go into Ultron with that, but I mean, like you know, if yeah. you just, it's still this awesome movie. But I, I think the the uh, best way to say, I think what you're trying to get at is just you're gonna. I, I think you'll take more away from Mad Max than you will from away. Age of Ultron. Well, from Age of Ultron, what I'm taking away is like, oh, man, what's Iron Man yeah, going to yeah. do? Yeah. But like at, at the end of Mad Max, it was like, who am I? Yeah. What, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What is yeah. this? How what can are we, we going to do? Yeah, this is yeah. insane. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it is, I really think, like a cinematic achievement Absolutely. that will be reflected upon in much the way... The Matrix has been reflected upon in the last decade. Absolutely, um, in in much the way uh, I, I don't know. Throw something at me from like f- from previous decades. Uh, Star Wars, in much the way. Uh, uh, what what are some uh, other big Mad landmarks? Max. Jurassic, yeah, ma- no, <laughs> the Road Warrior, yeah. uh, uh, Jurassic Park, right? Like the, this, I think will be one of those landmark. I blockbusters. I, I think it is. I, I, I that's the other thing. It's I, getting I, such high praise from everybody. And uh, the, one of my coworkers, who I would never think would be into what I would understand as a Mad Max yeah. movie, was like, "Oh, I have a free pass to a movie this weekend. What should I see?" And you know, and I was like, "I, I think you should actually go see Mad Max." I recommended this to people I never would have recommended oh, yeah. it to. I thought, and I, I, I don't and they know all love it, it, but it's yeah, and ev- and everybody loves everyone it. everyone I've recommended thing. it to has come back and been like, "Dude, thank you. It was fucking awesome. It's so good. It, it, it is. It and and I I just um." I, I the other thing is it has become this weird instant achievement, right? Like, oh, uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of another example. So let's say, so the Lego Movie, right? Here's another movie that probably is at a 98 percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. The instant it came out, people loved that movie. Oh yeah, everybody yeah. loves that movie. Everybody talks about that movie. It's but it 
it's not being talked about like this is being talked about. Oh, yeah, and the Lego movie's gone. It's gone. It's Where already Lego, gone. Bring me Lego Batman. Yeah, it's already you know? gone. This movie uh, it, like be, became instant pantheon canon movie history stuff. Oh, yeah. In a way that I don't know. I, in my lifetime, I don't know I've seen another movie do. A bunch of things met at once. I mean, this is a director, not necessarily coming out of hiding. Right. But a director who's just had a, a different career yep. than, than you would think based yeah. on Mad Max. And a very successful oh, yeah. and artistically sound one, sure. I think, generally. But not one for you and I, let's say, right? I loved like, Happy Feet. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. I, I actually, and I love Babe. I, I like those movies, too. But I, I don't think either you or I would go out and be like, we're, we're looking oh, for more yeah, Happy yeah. Feet. We're looking for more oh, babe yeah, yeah. in the world, where you know, those did you ever see Lorenzo's oil? You and I, Lorenzo's oil too. Right. Yeah, like, no, so exactly, it's 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 not necessarily my my cup of tea. Right. So this goes to show that this director, who's you know an older man, who kind mm-hmm. of pulled a couple movies out of his ass mm-hmm. that were masterpieces back in the day, mm-hmm. revisits that and makes it true to the original oh, yeah. story, makes it modern, mm-hmm. and does it with this energy that's unreal. Oh my god! At the god. same time, we also have Tom Hardy. He's exploding right oh, now. Yeah. So here's this movie that has Tom Hardy doing, you know, a different performance. Mm-hmm. Charlize Theron, I mean, I I don't know much about her career arc where it was at the point. Well, I mean... Uh, but either way, we're at a point now where women's rights are being talked about, you know, more often than they were in, in previous yeah. years. And just more how women are portrayed in cinema. Yeah. So that bubbled up with a movie that was very, very in tune with that. Mm-hmm. And so all of these different social forces meet. The fact that it was shelved for a while. Yeah. And people are going, what is that? I, I saw a trailer for that a while ago. What is that? There's this buzz that's building, and it all exploded in a way that, that you know, the the pleasure rained on everybody. There, yeah. there was all these things mixed, and it could have been volatile, and it ended up just being, you know, serendipitous. Yeah. It was, it's unreal. It, I This is just, uh, I, I think this is going to be the, when, you know, 20 years from now when you and I have written a book about, you know, what the the sort of the impact of movies in in the 2000s were or wh- this whatever is, this it is. This is going to be on the list. I mean, this will be the this will at least be 2015's probably defining oh, picture. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. Which which is crazy. Yes. Because we had Avengers 2, yeah. another Terminator, yeah. another, like all these tried and true things. And here's this 40-year-old pro- or 30-year-old property. 40-year-old, pro- no, 30, I think 30. it was. 30, yep. 30-year-old property that... Almost 40. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess the original yeah. was probably close yeah. to 40 in, what, two years? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and all this ridiculous all this ridiculous new stuff that is tried and true, and we know it. We will go see a bad Jurassic Park movie. We don't care. It's more Jurassic Park. I want it to be good. Mm-hmm. I hope it is. But, like, Mad Max, there's no brand loyalty bringing mm-hmm. the crowd that it actually drew to right. that. The brand loyalty people, you know, they showed up. Yeah. But it's... Oh, it's so good. And <laughs> I love it. And at the end of the day, it still is a franchise. It is. It, it still is. is a franchise property. So we're going to go back to 2015 and look at it and go like, yeah, the most significant thing that happened that year, all that time everybody spent griping about too many franchises, it was a franchise movie. It it, it rocked. Yeah. And that's I mean, at the same time though, it's the, it's the same as everything. People are like, I like all music, but country. Right. There's good country. Uh, there's great country. There's bad country. Yeah. There's bad rock and roll, but yeah. you don't single that one out. Right. You know, there it's There's probably it's, more well, maybe not more. I was gonna say there's probably more bad rock and roll than there is bad country, but I mean, I, I, there's just probably more rock and roll yeah, in general. Yeah. Either way, I hear you. Yeah. It's uh, I, I, I'll put it this way: bad rock and roll is much worse than bad country <laughs> because I'm like, this could have been good rock and roll. <laughs> Whereas, like, I only like a little bit of yeah. good country because uh, yeah. I'm not schooled in it. I'm like, ah, this probably couldn't yep. be better. <laughs> Whenever I hear Nickelback, I'm always like, you guys could have been Creed. <laughs> 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 I kid, I kid. 
But uh, no, I, I think with everything, you know, there's good and bad. Yeah. And so Mad Max also is a testament to that. Like, yep. we sit there and lament franchises. Yep. There's good. There's great. There can be. There's absolute cinema yeah. in money grab cash. You know, like it just, just reminds you it. that any movie can be a great fucking movie. Any Absolutely. movie, uh, a sequel, a remake, uh, just a, the next installment in a franchise, something original, something expensive, something cheap. Anything can be great. There's no reason not to do something. There's no reason not to make a female Ghostbusters movie. There's yeah, no reason not? not to remake Point Break. There's there's no reason not to do these things because anything has the potential to be great. Uh, and one of them could be a fucking game changer like Mad Max Fury Road. Exactly. I, I, if, if my world is going to need to be fucking rocked <laughs> for this not to be number one at the end of the year. I, I'm with you. This this is absolutely immovable off my list. Yeah. Might rise higher, might go lower. I still stand by. It's probably the best movie of the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it's the candle by which I'm going to hold the rest. Oh, but yeah. These other ones pass the test. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Should right, we go dude. to my number one? Let's hear dude, it. Dude, what we do in the shadows. What we do in the shadows. I, I love that love this is your number one. this movie. I've seen, well, because you know what? I've seen it seven times. What? And every time I go, ah, oh, man, and I find something new, yeah. and I love it. And it's been, I'm, a, I'm in a, a place right now, I talked about it last week, where like I'm hesitant to watch comedy movies, yeah. because so many only kind of work for me. Yeah. And, and in that there's nothing more frustrating to me than being like, well, they're not going to make me laugh. Do I have to sit and watch the whole thing? <laughs> yeah. And I do because yeah. I'm an idiot like that. Yeah. I can't just turn it off. And and so th- this was consistently oh, so killing me. Funny. And seven times later, because uh, this is one that I had to screen, so I like vi- revisited the screener yeah. plenty of times. Um, every single time it uh. It, it it's so funny, yeah. And it's very it's cheaply made, but it looks good. It looks great. It's it, it's so inspired. Oh, it yeah. takes something that is generally a tired concept and makes it funny by making it uncool again. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just brilliant, like truly brilliant. And there's there's horror elements oh, that yeah. are taken from genres, yeah. so it's clearly referential to the source material. Knows it. And it's just so funny. The, uh, it Stu. is. The, oh, he's dude. so red. They want to eat him. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The it, the thing about the movie is that it is so funny and it just in its own specific way, which I always love. Like when oh, comedy yeah. is specific, you know, and it's it's very specific. The comedy only works in this movie, right? It's only in this context that all of this comedy works the way it does. It's great. It's so specific. But the other thing is, it's actually like a great movie. It's a good movie. It, it's like a pretty well told story. It captures the, the sadness of being a vampire yeah. as well as like what we've all fell in love with. Fell in wow, fallen in love yeah. with. Uh, culturally. Why they're so romantic? Yep. You know, like what's oh, yeah. so romanticized about them too? Uh, and <laughs> yeah, uh, and it like it 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 is the characters are like real characters that I care oh, about yeah. by the end of it, which I oh, love. Yeah. You know, it's so Deacon, rare we I get lo- that. I love Deacon. Yeah, he's so funny. Uh, and uh, th- and then from a filmmaking standpoint, like you said, like it's cheap. Yeah, uh, but it has some legitimately very good horror sequences. Absolutely, it does a found footage sequence. Yeah, I mean the whole movie. The whole is movie's found footage, but I know what you're talking. But they about. do a found footage that sequence. is great. Like it, it's great. It totally really, really works. Good. Uh, and oh, actually, so good. plays into the idea of a film crew being there, which I like oh, too. Yeah. Right, uh, and I think that the way that they did the flying. And some oh, of the flying so fights. Him trying to get into the window. But he it's can't not only blood. funny, it looks better to me oh, than yeah. I've ever seen something like that look. Oh, yeah. To be honest with you, it really wires. does. They fly. Right. But it's not only that, it's like the clumsiness of it, of like, oh, yeah. Yeah, sure, you can fly, but well, like. Well, the new vampire, when he's trying to yeah. get into the window, it takes him forever because yeah. he just can't write it. He himself. doesn't know how to do it. And then they're like, 
every, why don't you just use the door? And just the way, like, as they get frustrated, they sort of, like, float off the ground. Like, like, yeah, it's like, it, it looks great, though. It looks really it's good. The best movie ever. Oh. I love it. I, I loved this it's, movie. It's without a doubt uh, my favorite of the year. I, I'll tell you this too. Uh, uh, sure, it's uh, super funny, and we 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 love the the specificity and the humor of it. These actors are not just funny; they're fucking good actors. And they directed it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, um, Taika Waititi. Uh, ta- yeah, that's and Jermaine Clement to... of Flight of the Concords. Yeah, they uh, wrote and directed it, and uh, I, I just think everybody that's in it is like actually very good in it too. Absolutely. You know, like they're really playing these characters. They're not just playing them for laughs. They're and like it's so goofy. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's it's the exact same vibe, only with a little you know more modern tweak that the Christopher Guest yeah, faux it, documentary had. tap with uh, w- exactly. with vampires. I mean, it's like a best in show. One of the things about best in show that makes it so good is that these people may or may not exist in a real sense. Sure. But these actors are a hundred percent committed to it. Yep. You know, I I'm not them. there going like, oh, look at Parker Posey. All right. You know, I'm not thinking of them in terms of who no. they are. I'm thinking of them as characters yeah. and. You know, I wasn't familiar with a lot of the faces, but like I loved Flight of the Concords. Jermaine yeah. is a face, and nobody quite looks like him, yeah, yeah. except maybe a young Mick Jagger. <laughs> and uh, he, even him, like yeah. he's just in a character. Oh yeah, it's, oh, it's so good. Uh, and I love it's the so way funny. you know, if you're a vampire fan, by the way, this actually has a ton to love. Oh, yeah, it comments on. Everything. My sister watches Vampire Diaries. Yeah. I know she'd love this movie. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it comments on those vampires, but it also comments on Nosferatu-style vampires. It comments on Vlad the Impaler-style vampires. It has it's, a Twilight vampire. Yeah, it's got everything. I mean, well, it he's, really... He's uh, Vladislav the Poker. Yeah, yeah, the Poker. But he finds out that there's a function called Poke on Facebook, <laughs> and his face <laughs> lights up. It's not, and it's not even the center of the... Yeah. like Because they're like, oh, you can do this, it's you like can the poke, and he's like, yeah. you can poke. Yeah. And it's... It's just a throwaway thing. That's the thing that makes it so re-worth watching is yeah. that every line is charged with something. Mm-hmm. It's like Arrested Development. Yeah, where it's like you know, Everything is... So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Every line is contributory towards some mm-hmm. kind of joke. It, it's just so good. Oh, it's, so, it's the best movie. Oh, it's Without a doubt, my People favorite. have got to seek this out and oh, see yeah. it. it. It is great. I, I love that you put this at number one. I, I couldn't... St- every time I made the list, I was like, I can't... Justified. You're like, I've else. already rewatched it more than I'm so going many to rewatch times, any And I of these can't wait movies. to watch it again. Yeah. It's so fun. We're sw- we're werewolves, not swearwolves. Oh my god. So good. Reese Darby, is that that guy's Reese name? Reese Darby. Right? Yep. He is so funny. So good. Oh man. You wore jeans. You, you, you're going to ruin those jeans. They're going to get. You have to wear the sweatpants. Oh, I love it. My, uh, honestly, my favorite sequence in the movie, and this isn't a spoiler because of what I'm about to tell you, yeah. is the after the credits sequence of the swear yeah. of the swearwolves Getting and him photo. explaining how he's the alpha male yeah. and everyone else just follows what he does. Well, I won't say who, but the one character, yes, uh, of course, we all love him. Yeah, he's uh, everyone loves him. Yeah, everyone loves him. The one character when he laughs in the thing, and they're like, yes. "What are you laughing at?" He's like. Laughing with the group, yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> it's, like, it's like so funny. It is the it's best. Like, very good. Very good. <laughs> I oh like the Piscatis jokes. Yeah. Oh that yeah. Is without a doubt, I the best. Been saying Piscatis. Well, it's just like if they offer uh, they offer you Piscatis, uh, they offer you. Uh, I can't say it right. Yeah. They offer you spaghetti. Don't take it. And he's like, they keep offering me Piscatis, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a joke that it took me four times watching yeah. it to see, and it's really. Yeah. It's the best movie. It's, you got to see this movie. It, it it is really good. It honestly, you you just made an argument for why it might have. It's not edging out Mad Max, but it, it might be coming up right underneath. It's. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen a movie that was this rewatchable, yeah. this enjoyable, yeah. this smart, and mm-hmm. this stupid. Mm-hmm. And it, you, 
having done stand-up comedy yes. for so long, and you get this when you're at a show that you've seen every joke already uh-huh. five times that week, uh-huh. but you're still trying to be supportive uh-huh. and laugh, that physically hurts. Yes. And so for a movie that consistently draws actual laughter out of me, out of it, that is something that I haven't had in ages just uh-huh. because I've been dulled to the process. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh, I, I so loved good. this movie. I really, I, I, I hope, you know what? If this episode accomplishes nothing else, yeah, I right? hope it gets people to go out and see this movie. It's so good. You will enjoy it. Yeah. And if you're one of those people that's like, oh, it's stupid, which I haven't met yet, yeah, I once again submit, no, you you are the one that is stupid. Yes, this movie is better than yes, me, you idiot. Uh, I think maybe as a wrap up for this, what I'd like to talk about just really quick is um, the fact that so what I like about doing this episode halfway through the year, like exactly halfway through the year, is what it has. Get, we 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 get to have this list, and we spend here, we sit here. You know, really rallying for these movies and going like, "There's no way Mad Max Fury Road oh, won't yeah, be my yeah. number one," but we've only been through the half of the year that is mostly relegated to the stuff studios doesn't think is going to do that well or sell that well, and the summer blockbusters. Yeah, that's mostly what we've had this year. Mostly, I know we get plenty of other stuff in there. Yeah, we just talk yeah, about we're there's good movies all the time. There's always good movies. Yet, yeah. yeah. But we haven't hit the part of the year, like, A, we're about to hit the rest of summer blockbuster season, which can always bring some standout oh, stuff. I am just banging that drum for Mission Impossible 5. I can't uh, wait. The new trailer really got me That going. was awesome. Uh, Fucking Zeppelin? You kidding me? Yeah. And then They're impossible to get. <laughs> they got them. And then we're hitting, obviously, prestige season. Oh, yeah. So... There is, as Ooh, Love and Mercy comes out this week. I want to see that. The oh, Brian, yeah. Brian Wilson I, yeah, I've heard that. really good things about that with mm-hmm. uh, uh, John Cusack John and Paul Cusack Dano. And Paul Dano, yeah. Uh, I just heard a great interview with Cusack about that. Um, uh, on the Nerdist, check it out. Uh, the uh, What was I going to say, though? Oh, so what I think is interesting to bring up as we come to a close on this is what I like about this episode is we get to rally for these movies that we saw that at the end of the day, it's possible none of these are going to be on our list. I mean, we're about it's to hit the possible. season of movies that is probably going to deliver us some Most of the best Most of the movies I loved year. last year, was I end up year. seeing at the end of the year. Yep. Nightcrawler snuck in yeah. by like a week. That's what I was thinking yeah. about, that as much as I love... Well, we got a Star Wars coming. I know. As we, we got a point now. <laughs> we got a Star Wars coming. Yeah, we... I mean, we got a Jurassic Park coming. We got a Terminator coming. I'm not necessarily saying all of those are going to be the ones that end up, you know, they, some of them could be dog shit. But they also have the potential to be these crazy, great, oh, yeah. you know, movies. Uh, and then we Ooh. have a ton of, you I'm sure. work hard to make me cry. We got a ton of movies I'm sure we haven't even heard of yet because oh, they absolutely. just did the festival circuits and haven't got bought I'm yet so or just got bought and haven't Slow been West sold yet. Week. Yeah, I want uh, to see Slow West. Mm. Uh, dope I want to go out and see. Like, there's a bunch I of just put in to, uh, uh I put in for a review for Dope. Yeah. So if I get that, you could be my plus one. Oh, I would one. love to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, there, so there's just, you know, we the thing I love about this episode is we get to herald these movies that may not necessarily come up at the end of the year. Uh, and and I'm interested to see you what know, the rest of your the list. year... I am going to save my year. list. Let's save our list and compare and see. I used, here we go. We could, we could start the plug train. I used Letterboxd to make this list. So you can Boom. go to letterboxd.com slash filmadelphia and you can find my top 10 of 2015 thus far. Uh, we will probably post top ten lists at the end of the year as well. Oh yeah, uh, Letterbox is a great list feature. I've got a ton of lists. Up my there. list is going to be my blog this week on Cinadelphia. So you will see it there. There you go. It might make a Letterbox appearance. I, I encourage you to just uh, uh, because it literally takes thirty seconds. To yeah, make yeah. A list on oh, and I, I just. I love Letterboxd. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and you get, I've been reviewing a ton of stuff there, uh, so you can find me on letterboxd.com slash filmadelphia. Uh, find me on Twitter at filmadelphia. You can find the show on Twitter at I like 2 movie on facebook.com slash I like 2 movie. 
Uh, well, the number two, the digit. Yes, the digit two, number two. Uh, As we hold up our gang signs that <laughs> you can see. Indeed. Uh, well, I'm talking about my letterbox. I guess I will say I think my recommendation is going to be Sexy Beast, actually. That'll be my recommendation. Right on. Uh, Sexy Beast from 2000, I think. Jonathan Glazer, who is the director of Under the Skin last year, which I, mm. I loved, was my number one, I think, actually, on this show for the year. Uh, no, was the guest the was. Yeah, yeah. So I think the uh, guest Under yeah. the Skin was my number two, I think, right underneath it. Uh, and, uh, but uh, it's it was his directorial debut, Sexy Beast. Uh, ben Kingsley was uh, sort of famously uh, touted in, in his role in this, and very rightfully so. He was shedding his Gandhi. Yeah, Ray Winston is in this, and very, very great. Uh, Ray Winstone, I should say. Not He's Ray awesome. Winston. He's such uh, a potato man. Oh, uh, it's great. It's it is funny. It's, it's so good. It's really funny. It's really weird, actually, but in like a really good, interesting way. Oh, yeah. And what I love about it is, at the end of the day, if we wanted to qualify this movie, I would say this is a heist film. Oh, without a doubt. But it's oh. a heist film that almost has nothing to do with the crime. Mm-hmm. It is very much about small character moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great. It's just great. Check it's it awesome. Out. Ben yeah. Kingsley rules. Check it out. He is. This ain't Thunderbirds Ben Kingsley we're talking That's about right. here. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. This is... Sexy beast. <laughs> Plug yourself. Give okay, me a movie. Okay, so alert. yeah, I'm on Twitter, Letterboxed, and Cinadelphia at Dan Scully. That's right. Um, flick chart at Dan Scully. We can hey, do that. I'm flick chart. Everything at, is uh, at Dan Scully. You can do that. Um, check out regretfulmorning.com for some of my comedy pieces. Check out cinadelphia.com for local events and and other things that I work on with them. And um. I guess that's it. Yeah, just I like to move a movie on yeah. uh, on iTunes. On iTunes, and my hey. recommendation. I mean, I mentioned it at the beginning. Um, the Long Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Watch that shit. You've probably seen it if this. you're a movie buff. I haven't. I I I just for years everyone was like, "That's the one. That's the yeah. one. That's the one." And then I was floored by uh, Inherent Vice. Yep. And so the, you know that's a very strong influence. They say. Yep. And uh, Altman Chinatown. Made that movie, right? uh, Altman made it. Yeah. And it's based on a novel. I forget yep. who wrote the novel. But it's just, it's funny, it's weird, it wasn't successful when it came out, and now it's one of those things that everyone's like, that was, you know, that and Nashville are like the two oh, big Altmans. I've never seen Nashville. Oh, it's so good. And, the, you know, uh, actually when I was listening to Marin with Paul Thomas Anderson, yeah. one of the things that he said about, and this is what made me go, oh, I'm watching this today. Yeah. Uh, he was like, oh, Nashville and, and The Long Goodbye, he's like, those were two movies that when I saw them, I was like, oh, we can do anything. Yeah. Like, we, this can be what I have in my head can be a movie, you yeah. know, and I, that's what I love about it. Yeah. It's just so good. It's got a stellar, like jaw dropper of an ending, uh-huh. um, and it's funny. It's uh-huh. Elliot Gould back when he was sexy. Right, and it's right, like, right. but he's just kind of a greaseball private investigator. Yep. He's just you know, one step behind. I described him in my review as he's tough as wooden nails. Yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah. Know, so he's there, but he but he's good like that. Yeah, you know, he gets in over his head, but like Jake Giddis or yeah. Doc Sportello. Yeah. He's good like that. It yeah. just he goes with it. Yep. It's awesome. Ah, I love Ooh. it. You gotta see it. Like primo, primo filmmaking. Got to see Lord. it. So before we go, please, this Thursday, yes. June 11th, 7.30 p.m., game show night starts at Philomoca, 12th and Spring Garden in Center City, Philadelphia. Uh, we are doing an Indiana Jones version of Movie Movie Live. Uh, we've got uh, guests Rachel Fogletto, Joe Moore, and Steve Slaughter. It's going to be a fucking blast. He is a wonderful man. He's uh, a delight. Ah. Uh, Truly, truly, truly a delight. Truly a delight. But they're all delightful. They are. Three of my favorite people on the planet. Yes. uh, And they will be your favorite people, too. Oh, you're going to love them as your Uh, team. And we're going to make them do embarrassing things. Of course. Alongside with us. We would never order you to do something we wouldn't do, but we do it on a couch. Yeah. So. It's, it's gonna way. be really fun. Yeah, uh, so yeah, cool. please come out and thank you to everybody that's ever come out to one of those. Yeah. Uh, we've been having. This is actually gonna cap off our year, our first year run. This will be yep. number twelve. Uh, this is number eleven. 
Number 12 is July. No, July will be number 13. Is that how that works? Yeah. Because July was oh, the first yeah, one. Oh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Boom. Okay, yeah. math. This is number 12. Math. This uh, is. This is number 12. So this, oh, is the, this brings us to the finale of our first year of we Movie did that. Movie Live. A full we did it. year. Every month. This is wild. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so. Uh, uh, no, stop. Yes. Let's pat ourselves on the back. Yeah. Remember when this is a pipe dream? I know. We made it's, a game we made show. It, we have a game show, and yeah. it's been a pretty successful for a year. For a year. It's pretty great. A little bit yeah. of that. A little bit of that. Yeah. Where's fun? He should be and, here. Uh, and listen, it's, yeah, it. it's uh, anybody that's listening, it's TV ready. We'll take your calls. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it's anything um, ready. We'll just do it. Yeah. Wherever you want us Wherever to do it. Wherever you want us to do it. Yeah. We will do it. Uh, anyway, so yeah, find us on Twitter. Look us up on Facebook. Please subscribe on iTunes and uh, leave us some reviews. We'd love to see some of those. I'll read one on the air if you want. That helps one. it get seen. Yeah, more people listen to us. Bullshit about movies. Because... Mm. My name is Garrett ah. Smith, and I like to movie movie. My name is Dan Scully, and I also like to movie movie as well. And we all know that you, too, like to movie movie. Indeed. Because we like, like to movie. movie. Yes, yes, of course. Yes, yes.